The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. You already 
There we go. Let's have them all up. Let's have them all up. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. If you want to give us a call, that is the new. Is that the single, Jake, from my life story? Well, in this day and age, we, you know, you release singles every other week when you put an album out. But this, that was the last single. Yes, that's the digital. Come single a little bit that. closer to our. I will. Crappy yeah, mics. We'll, 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 well, yeah, get nice and sexy. Get intimate with me. Okay. Because um, Jake Shillingford, my life story. We've been banging on about my life story for. I don't know, Catherine, the last six months mm -hmm. or so, it, f it feels like I'm a huge fan. You are vaguely aware. Yeah, I'm new. You're new, and I'm c I will just keep is going. Is that because you've made her? Yes, it is. I think it might be. Yes, it is. I keep going, oh, listen to this one. Oh, listen. And she's like, yeah, it's, it's really great. Yeah, okay, it's good. <laughs> right, okay. Um, but so we've been, we've been playing you a lot, man. And I tell you why. It's because we had the lovely Jim Bob from Carter in talking about his book, who's just the most delightful gentleman uh, out there. And my life story your band, you, got a mention in the book. Now, I was a huge fan, right? I was a huge fan. Never came and saw you live, but I had all the albums. And uh, there was a rumour when I was at college that one of my friends knew you and you were <laughs> going to be at a party. Jake, oh, yeah, the guy from My Life Story is going to be at a party. Um, and I didn't go because I was a bit nervous. I don't think you turned up. Anyway. Um, Do you think they really knew him? I don't know. Did you know a girl called Ronnie from Middlesex University? <laughs> you won't remember. It's 20 years ago. Um, and uh, so I'd, I'd, forgot, I'd forgotten about you, Jake, if I'm completely honest. In this fickle world of pop... I'd, I'd forgotten and I'd I, I prevented you from going to a party. <laughs> I, I don't blame you. Scumbag. <laughs> and I thought, well, I wonder, a few years down the line, I wonder how these records are going to sound. Because a lot of stuff from the mid-90s, some of it doesn't stand up very well. But mm. man alive, yours uh, is deliciously swaggering and it's arrogance. It's wonderful, man. The stuff still stands up. Thank you. And now you've got a new album out. Yeah. Let's talk about the new album. Let's let's sell. Let's sell this bad boy because it's great. It's absolutely brilliant. It's coming out next week, is it? Or it's is coming it coming out tomorrow? Yeah, 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 yeah. Go on. What's it called? It's called World Citizen. Yeah. And it it I, <laughs> it's 19 years since we released an album, but ironically, <laughs> I wrote all the lyrics in June. What of this year? Yeah. Well, geez, come on, man. What have you been doing? So, well, okay, so, all right, we'll go back to what I've been doing. So, what I have been doing, I still do music. Yeah. I've been mainly composing with a wonderful uh, songwriter called Nick Evans. Mm. And the two of us write music for telly, film, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, so we, we've been doing, we, we work with, I mean, we had music on, like, Homeland, uh, through wow. Showtime time in the US. We had a, our first feature film called Bloodfest. Which is, I mean, composing mu music for a for a horror movie is something. Uh, just just for the listeners, obviously, you don't just write a piece of music. You have to you have to relive the clips over and over and over again. And poor yeah. poor Nick had to sort of subject himself to the you know heads being decapitated <laughs> or over and over. it's like something out of Clockwork Orange, you know. You God. Just sort of, so we composed this uh, uh, our first feature film, um, Bloodfest for Rooster Teeth, which was last year. <gasps> Oh, we're big fans of Rooster Teeth. Oh my we, God. They do a brilliant series called That was Dave. a proper word. That yeah, was like no, oh in stereo. No. What's the name of it? What's his name? The guy that we've, we've been on the show with? Josh. Owen Egerton. Josh. Josh Flanagan. Josh Flanagan. Okay. Okay. He, they do a brilliant show called Day Five, 
where there's a deadly right. virus out there, and if Sounds you fall like asleep, them. you die. Yeah, and it's day five of that. So rooster teeth are a great people to work with. Yeah, and they and I, I don't know if you, if you remember, but rooster teeth, the way they they started was that they was it Halo? They they mm. they used a game. Yeah, as the footage. So they, they, they just, made little they films. Moved the little figures. Yeah. And, they, and they were the actors in there for one of It's a really good attitude with that company. It's really creative. Mm -hmm. um, oh, you've been, isn't that funny? It yeah. all links up. Our first feature film. Yeah. Our first one. Done it. How do you, and it's, it's instrumentals, is it, for the film? For the film, yeah. How yeah. do you do that? Is it that thing where you're sat there, like, playing guitar and it's got to hit it at the right time, or...? Or is it like with the old-fashioned where they used to do, um, television theme tunes, like, blind, date, blind, you know, like, <laughs> They used to sing that, didn't they? <laughs> they did used to sing. <laughs> Who wants to be <laughs> a millionaire? So do you do, like, now I'm gonna cut, cut your off hair. <laughs> <laughs> Which is it, Jake? Tell us. We need to know. I think I might know. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the idea of sort of like, nah, 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 bah, bah, nah, bah, 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 sort of Bon Tempe organ 1970s music all over a horror film. In fact, Rooster Teeth would have loved that. I yeah, think. of course they would have done. <laughs> no, I think the brief with that one was sort of quite a sort of John Carpenter, you know, kind of score. So, um, and yeah, you know, there's, um, well, listeners will know, some will know, leitmotif, which yeah. is, you know, a, a, a recurring theme just like a chorus in a pop song really so you know yeah we, we worked on sort of recurring themes throughout the film um and that was a really great thing so we've done a number of stuff like that we've got um what's the thing we've just got on the trailer that's for um Farming. That's, that's the voice of Natasha, Jake's um, manager, who is in the studio but does not want to be on the radio, and you've just forced her to be on the radio. And, she, and she said the word farming. Farming. There you go. <laughs> well um, you can chip in any time you want. I know you don't want to, but any time you want, you're welcome. Just just shout out or push him out the way when he starts gabbing <laughs> out too much. Yeah, and I will do that. Farming, um, uh, we've just com we've just composed the trailer for Farming, so which is the new Skinhead. Uh, I don't know if you know it's a new film uh, all about Skinheads in Tilbury. Oh no! Yeah, it's a bit like um, uh, Made in Britain. You know that? Yeah, yeah. Little, is that right? This is England. England. This, this is England. England. Yes. Sorry. Made in Britain is written on the back of my shirt. In Marks and Spencer's shirts, yes. Yeah. I'm not saying your shirts are from Marks and Spencer's, I'm talking St. Michael's <laughs> generally. It's a very nice shirt you've got on. <laughs> I'd expect nothing less. Mm. Um, and, uh, so we, we're so used to sort of writing for clients. I, I think, you know, and it's been a long time, so six or seven years. And I think it sort of came to a point where Nick and I, well, first of all, there's not, you don't write lyrics when you're writing music for film and telly. Right. You know, you're, 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 and also you're interpreting a brief. So you're really trying to get in the head of the director or the producer. You're trying to translate, you know, what's going on in their synapses. They change their minds. You're, you're going on a journey with them. And that, in a way, that is a very fulfilling thing. If you, yeah. you know, I think if you, you know, if you suddenly realize someone's dream, it's yeah. really, really rewarding. But of course, the other thing is, you know, I started off, you know, my last story actually started when I was, uh, I came up with the name My Life Story when I was at an Icicle Works concert at the Marquee, and I think I was 16. Wow. Uh, and Ian McNabb said, during a ballad, doesn't anybody want to hear My Life Story? Because they were all going to the bar. There you go. There you go. And uh, and I thought, that's a great name for a band. Yeah. But I was only a kid, so that's been it's been going since then. So, in my heart, I've always, you know, self-expression has obviously has been a really important thing. So, I guess, you know, after we... we, we We've grown up enough now to have our own studio. We're based in Brighton. And, you know, we've got the bits and bobs, you know. We've still got a stylophone, an original Rolf, Rolf Harris, Harris stylophone. 
in fact, we recorded Stylophone on one of the tracks, and I reckon that it's the only the second use of a Stylophone in a commercially released record. The other one, of course, being Catherine. Uh, Space Oddity. There we Very go. Good. Well done. You see, yes. What do I win? You win um, the respect of two men. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> only one How's of that? which. Can only, I trade it in? Uh, only one of which was clapping. <laughs> 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 that was me. Um, the new album is a joy. I was saying, um, you know, whenever a band, I, I like a lot of old bands, like Beach Boys and Monkeys and all that, and whenever one of my bands my bands, um, releases a new album after several <laughs> years. There's always that hesitancy when you put the CD in or and you go, oh, is this going to be a stinker? And sometimes they're stinkers. Such a relief that yours is, yours is brilliant. Mm. That you're, uh, the world, world Citizen is the title, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so good. Uh, and, I mean, it's got, it, it's, it's a My Life Story record. Again, you know, 19 years later. It used what are the bits? Uh, so, I mean, you, you know, you've been really honest. Yes. You say you, you're a fan. You yeah. Know. What are the bits to you? Yeah. The, the My Life Story bit, because uh, I don't know anymore. The, um, the lyrics, um, oh, I'm going to misquote okay. this slightly, but you, you look just like a million filthy, dirty dollars stood in front of me, as, as I know I've got that slightly wrong. But that's just, i tell you what's in there as well. And it's so nice to meet you, because you're quite down to earth, right? You're, you're a okay. nice guy. Okay. But in a lot <laughs> of the music, the earlier music more so, but there's still a bit of it there. There's a real cocky swagger. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's a real arrogance. Yeah. And I was worried that that arrogance arrogance was going to be, was no, going to no, be, was no. it ever you? Was it ever, were you ever that arrogant? No, I use it as a coping mechanism. Really? Yeah, because it's funny actually, there's, you know, a lot, the Britpop thing is, is is all around us, isn't it? You know, there's yeah. all these um, reunion tours that are fantastic and, and lots of bands are reforming to go back on tour. And so that, you know, there's a bit of a top, there's a lot of young people getting into those groups that, but when you when I cast my mind back, when I reminisce of those times, mm. the you know I wasn't prepared for the kind of schoolboy bullying and right. and and just from the other bands. Yeah, of of some other bands. Yeah, um, not all, of course not all of the other, but but some. And it's funny because I've you know, you know I'm 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 in my fifties now, and I you know I I know a few reasonably famous people from other decades yeah and i and i and it's interesting you know we have a sort of chat about this thing and i and i was talking to uh, steve norman from spandau ballet mm -hmm. who, who actually played he on, on the album isn't played it? on the album and uh and and i and i love talking because you know duran duran spandau ballet you know come on you know dish the dirt and it's like i've got nothing to say they're yeah. all my friends we're really close friends we've lived through a decade together the highs and the lows and and we use you know we use television and we use, you know that they were intelligent in the way that they used that and I think I mean the the, the books that I've read about the Beatles and the Stones and and all of, there was know. a camera there was a rivalry but there was also a friendship and a friendly competition I've done we're that artists, we're going to do that yeah, yeah. we're going to yeah we're going to out but when it came to Britpop I promise you like the life that I led through it. Mm. There was, you know, it, to people just, there was no, it wasn't... <laughs> it wasn't like, that, that what we, the whole generation taking on the world, there was... It didn't feel, it didn't feel like we were, yeah, it was a, a unified, even though that it was perceived yeah. in that way and, and books are written in it that way. It wasn't a movement as such. No, and I think that, and in a, in a way, even in the movement, even the people that sort of, you know, I mean, I, I have a lot of theories about this. I think one of the things about it was that... Um, I don't think anybody believed in their wildest dreams that we would even sign to a major label. I'm not talking about just my life story, who signed to EMI, but 
all the other bands. I don't think we, because you know, we, we were following on from all these indie bands, yeah. you know, that had signed to creation. We were, that would have been the pinnacle. And then all these other sort of little, you know, bedroom record labels. Yeah. You know, I'll, so I'll ask, when, when it, when the sort of, you know, the gates, the floodgates open and we were all allowed to sign, you know, I mean, my life story spent, uh, it's a slight regret. A, people ask me if I have any regrets. We, we, we spent slightly, we never hit the million with EMI. We spent £900,000 in a wow. year and a half. Wow. 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 Yeah. You should have done another video for hundred grand or something. Video, video, <laughs> videos in nineteen videos in nineteen ninety six were a, on average eighty thousand. Isn't that pounds. amazing? I live in Brighton and a and a three bedroom ter, uh, terraced house. Yeah, one of the colourful ones. That are yeah, really yeah. nice bit in the middle. At that time, I've done my research. They were the same price. So each video we did was a house. And you'd have a lot more money now if you'd well, have we bought... we did eight videos, yeah. so it's Monopoly. You'd have now, a street. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I don't, I don't need you, to, you know, to name any names, but I've heard this before. I've, yeah. I've, have I've, you heard it? Have you I, honestly heard it? I've heard, heard that... Okay. I'm going to say Blur. Yeah. Were particularly... <laughs> some of Blur. Some of Blur. There was... Um, and I've heard this from a few people, but the, the most outstanding thing was when Keith Flint from The Prodigy yeah, passed away. Yeah. And James Blunt, of all people, came out and said, I was at an awards ceremony and um, Damon Albarn said he'd rather eat dog shit or something than, you know, and somebody else from this band said this and no one would want him to be on the stage for, with me. And Keith Flint from The Prodigy t shook my hand and went and bought me a drink and said, well done, son, you're doing well. Something like that. Mm. And, and, and I've heard a few stories about some members from Blur. I mean, there was a lot. I mean, we don't have to go into too many details. I, I was on TV in the late 90s and the early 2000s. There was a lot of cocaine going around. Yeah. And I think that is, is one of, it's such a non-creative, uh, selfish drug. It makes people very, very mean. And, I, you know, I'm not asking for your personal history, but in the 90s in pop, there was a lot of that flying around i wonder if that was part of the Possibly. problem I, I think it's a probably a mixture of a lot of things uh insecurity for from a lot of people but I, I i guess my general point is that to answer your initial question is that you know now i yeah i i'm, I'm not really part of that i mean mm. like, you know and i and and uh, well I, I think my point was that i was never prepared for it so yes. it was always a shock for me disappointing i'd imagine yeah to but there was it was a funny moment i was I was, I was asked to DJ for a Britpop club uh, called Star Shapes, uh, and uh, they said, look, <laughs> it's this really funny story. They're really sweet. I love them. So I thought that I was going to bring some records that shape, because I, I didn't buy any records during the Britpop <laughs> era, because I was in a, excuse me, band, in a band, <laughs> getting on with it. And they were like, yeah, you're going you're gonna to play some like, Britpop records. I was like, I don't have any, you know, <laughs> I just don't have any. And so I was, I'm there with me, Scott Walker's on one arm and me, Beautiful. Julian Cope's on yeah. the other, you know. And, and, uh, and they were like, no. And they had this sort of fairly strict guidelines. I think it starts at, um, Last of the Famous International Playboys by Morrissey. I think it's the, to them is the, is the earliest record. Okay, okay. And then it sort of goes into Embrace. I yeah. Think. So it sort of goes that arc. Yes. And, um, so anyway, I had to, so I, I couldn't bring any of my records, so I did a deal with them. I said, like, okay, I'll, I'll use your record collection, but I'm only going to play records of the bands that were nice to my life story. <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> it didn't last. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
20 minute set. <laughs> okay, we finished, guys. <laughs> yeah. That's brilliant. I, we're going, talking about the, the, uh, new album as well. And by the way, the, the song we played at the start, this is how bad I am. Someone's just tweeted, what was the song called? No Filter. Um, what else makes it a My Life Story album? It's, it's lovely hearing your voice again. It's lovely hearing that voice with these very clever, um, lyrics. Of course, I can't quote any now, but there's some wonderful, you know, little bits of wordplay in there. There's the bleakness of it. There's a song. And I, I, the overwinter we talked about is the great lost Bond theme. My God, it's it's bleak, but it's beautiful with the strings. Mm. You were saying that was a full 40-piece orchestra. Only you, you're the first person to mention that song. Really? In the summer. I mean, we're sort of technically a bit in the summer. But I like the fact that you picked up on that, because, yeah, that's the last track on the album, and it, and it in, in some ways it's... I mean, some people have, you know, described it as a very positive up record, and but yeah, that that last record is, yeah, it it describes. Hopefully, it, in some ways, it describes that feeling you get as the winter sort of descends upon mm. you and you start to hunker down. And you, I mean, for me, I that's when I really start addressing my emotions and stuff like that. So I think that's why it's quite an emotive yeah. song. Um, so I'm, yeah, I'm glad you picked up on uh, that. It's, it's lovely and. It's the orchestra, of course, and it's and mm. it's a bigger orchestra than you would not. How did you not make any money? Because there were so many of you in that uh, in in my life story, particularly at the start. I know it, it kind of pared down, scaled back a little bit as you went on. But how many were in were in the band in the early days? So we we always was eleven. Right, it was eleven, um, and then we would add, depending. So we would bring in flute players and wow. all sorts and double up yeah. on strings um, but it was yeah ostensibly a string quartet a brass section wow. and then keyboards bass drums guitar vocals um, and that was the I mean that was the idea so when we signed to EMI we just said look we're not we're not interested in you know going in the back of a van and, and touring around the UK this is it yeah take it or leave it I mean that I mean that uh, that gives you an idea of the, that confidence that yeah. hero which you, you were alluding to take it or leave it when we we'll, we'll do one show in New York one show in LA and then I love the world you know of course it didn't quite work out like that but it was in a way I, I wouldn't have had it any other yeah. way my last three you know that bravado and cockiness that you I mean, it had to be like that yeah. because of what was going out. You know, everything was hyper sort of sensitised, wasn't it? The yeah. whole of that era. You were the perfect pop star. That fo Is it the White Room? Yeah. The, the, there's that yeah. beautiful footage of you, beautiful young man, that bleach blonde hair, the silver suit. Oh, God, man. It's just a, it's just a stunning performance. And interesting to say that that, that cockiness, that I don't use the arrogance as an insult, it is it, a beautiful thing to watch, you know, I want my pop stars to have something about mm -hmm. them, I don't, you know, the, the whole shoegazing thing I never got, I wanted a yeah, show yeah. from, from, from my musicians. Um, but that was, you're saying that that was hiding, what, shyness, lack of confidence? Yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah. Isn't that interesting? But then I learned through that character to become the person I am now, right. so it really helped me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, absolutely, you know, my heroes were, you know, Adam Ant and, you know, uh, growing up and, and all the glam rock, you know, some glam rock artists we're not allowed to talk about. Oh, we talked about Glitcher on this show. Okay, well, you know, the, 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 Yeah, no, I did as well. I did as well. I think, you know, obviously his heinous crimes yeah. of child rape to one side. As, as much as you can. <laughs> he, I know it's difficult thing, yeah. to kind of just push yeah. that to the side. But we talk a lot <laughs> about Glitter because I, lo I love Gary Glitter. Yeah. I saw him live so many times. Mm. Um, and he was an amazing 
performer. It's a funny one. It's a bit like saying, say what you like about Hitler, but he, he had a quite a good haircut. <laughs> Did you he? see um, <laughs> Hitler's last... This is going off on a tangent. This is how we're going to sell the album. Hitler's last remaining relative. Have you seen this? His no. last living relative. In Argentina. I said that I, one. I'm not sure. He's just been convicted of being a paedophile. <laughs> Those Hitlers, huh? <laughs> Hitler's. <laughs> it's incredible. There's one song on the album. I'm terrible with song names. And I'm, if I, there's one song, I, mean, I might have to just play through all of them in a second, where, and also mine are in a really funny order from where I downloaded it from, um, that sounds like the, the lost, the lost great Ultravox song. Oh, I think that's probably the Rose the Sun. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's like Ultravox. It's, it's brilliant. It's got that, that the drum sound throughout the album is amazing. We'll talk about that in a second. Oh, great. But it's got that kind of 80s sort of stifled drum. It's got those synths. And that's quite unusual from my life story yes. track. That yeah. kind of vibe. How did you come about? Why did you do that? Well, I, actually, after my life story um, split up in the year 2000, I, I released two records under the name Exile Inside. Yeah. Um, which were... Um, with other composers, but I suppose ostensibly a, a, a solo project. And they were, the idea for those was to, you know, to, you know, my last was big, expensive orchestration, Jimmy Webb, James Bond, you know, all that sort of stuff. And then, and then I wanted to just really reduce it and make it a small thing. And so I really got into Kraut Rock and Electronic. Yeah. I mean, I was always into that. I mean, you know, I'm born in South End on Sea, and I was, I, you know, my father, uh, well, actually, my father and my mother taught at South End Tech. Um, my, my dad taught Dave Garn, you know. Wow, yeah. So, and, you know, there was various babysitters of that era when I was a little kid that were proper, you know, like Alison Moyer were, were all these sort of proper... Alison Moyer was your babysitter? Well, a, apparently, she, she babysitted wow. me once, but I, I can't verify it. <laughs> Just say it. This is the era of fake news. <laughs> I don't know if it's true or not. Yeah, I don't think she was now, actually. Oh, no. So it's one of those. But, um, yeah, so I had, um, you know, yeah, so I was really exposed to all that electronic stuff when I was a kid. And and I think that with this album, I'm, a lot of what I'm trying to do is trying to create, like, quite, um, like, big soundscapes. Yeah. And I think that if you use a little bit of um, synthesis in it, it, it sort of there's something about the roboticness of it that, that, that makes things sound really austere yeah. and sort of grand. Particularly when you put strings on the top yeah. of it, um, and I, you know, I, I sometimes think of like my heroes, like you know, sort of Jimmy Webb or, or I don't know, you know, or any of those sort of amazing Reg Guest and Wally Stott who did all the Scott Walker stuff and what how what, how they would have embraced synthesizers mm -hmm. in with those great grand orchestrations because I think there's a place for both of them. Mm. In fact, Depeche Mode I think used that really use orchestras really well mm. with with synths. I think there's a... I, I just love that com combination of man we're talk, versus machine. Let's talk Jimmy Webb. We've had Jimmy Webb on the show. Oh, yeah. we've, oh I've man. met him once. Really? The highlight of Let's the talk Jimmy Webb in a second. I've got to do a break. Um, this is the Late Night Alternative. We've got Jake Shillingford, My Life Story. There's a new album out. It's a joy. We're going to give you all the places you can order it and downloads and all of that stuff. Now, you can you can buy it on vinyl as well. This is, you know, this is what we're talking about, actual records. Um, this is Talk Radio. Unmissable Late Night Radio with the original king of un conventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Go. 
it smelt of urine coming in. Okay, up, I mean, it could yeah, have been worse. Got, yeah, yeah, no, it smelled of urine. <laughs> smell something else, okay. No, 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 it didn't smell good. So, um, anyway. <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to tell you the story. This I can't is the believe first I'm in the studio with Jake from My Life Story. This is such a thrill to him. I'm such a fanboy. And he's telling us something yeah, outrageous. Yeah, this is a big story. It's not even outrageous. It's amazing. Okay. So, um, we're recording. Uh, so, I wrote a song called Katrin. Yeah. And I'm going to send it to you tonight. Thank okay. you. It's, it's actually on Spotify. So, if any of your listeners want to go on Spotify uh, and type in Exile Inside and Katrin. Yeah. Okay. And it's a song... Uh, it's in 6-8, and it's a song all about... 6-8 time signature, so it's like... Dum, 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 And it's... Um, you sang House of the Rising Sun there, you know, that's oh, the yeah. intro to that. Oh, <laughs> you yeah. ripped that oh, off. God, I'm now in trouble. <laughs> uh, so, it's all it's all about um, uh, a girl called Katrina. It's a, it was a, um, it's a fictitious school friend, and it's about growing old. And it's about looking back at your youth, okay? Yeah. So, the end coda of the song, I thought... I know what I want to do. I want some school kids to come in and sing the end coda, the Beautiful. chorus at the end, as a reflection of this sort of old man singing. It's, again, it's a little bit of that sort of 60s style, Jimmy Webb style yeah. songwriting. So, uh, Roxana, our lovely trumpet player in My Life Story, she, when My Life Story split up, she um, took on a teaching job in Ballam. Uh, and I said, Rox, you're teaching. Can you get me some school kids? Absolutely no problem. What do you need? I said, mm, about 10 or 11, not number, age. Yes. Uh, maybe two girls, two boys, something like that. So he goes, absolutely fine. So she brings these kids up. And what's funny about it was obviously that we've got these kids in the red light district. Yeah, in a very naughty area. So we get them upstairs through the sort of piss-stinking sort of corridor <laughs> of this place. And we, next to Gay Hazar, we get them upstairs. Uh, and it was quite funny because they were a bit feral, and and the windows, were, <laughs> the windows were, the windows were open on the roof, yeah, to let because right on the roof, you know, the sort of grey extension mm. they put on there, yeah. Place. So the roof was open, and they were climbing out of the roof, climbing on the tiles. It was one of those, jeez, you know, grabbing these monkeys and pr- pulling them back yeah. in, and you know, anyway. So we got, we finally got down to recording this end. Uh, coda and the lyrics were um, when are you coming out to play Katrin so it's like you know it's all about sort of you know the morning maybe a lonely man that was wishing that he still had his friends at school that kind of thing so anyway these kids started singing and uh, at the end of it I took all their names down I said thanks folks there was one particular girl actually she was really great she was like the sort of leader really uh, and uh, so I said, oh, and she was like, I'll get you all your names. I'll write them all down. So she wrote all the names down. And I said, I'm going to give you credit on the record. So credit to all these names. Beautiful. And, uh, and a share it. of the millions and that it no doubt millions. made, of course, yeah. yes. Yeah. So that's the end of the story for now. Yeah. Okay. Then about a year ago, a fan of my life story contacted me and said, I think you, I think you need to look at your liner notes. Uh-oh. You really need to read them. Uh-oh, what have so, you done? So I open up, so I'm, I get this, I get the CD, I open up the liner notes. He goes, read, read who's sung on your record. So I start looking down. Adele Adkins. <laughs> First ever recording. <laughs> I did not see that coming. <laughs> no way! Yeah, I, yeah. I, I think I've recorded Adele's first ever record. And there's your exclusive. That's amazing. 
So... Well, how do we monetize this, Jake? There's <laughs> got to be... I don't think no. she needs it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not him. I want him to get a percentage of her millions. <laughs> no, what... Okay, so here's the next thing. Has so, anyone got Dale's number? Call us now. <laughs> as soon as I heard... That's now, I, I live in Brighton. Yeah. And, and Adele, to my knowledge at that time, I think still lived in Brighton. In fact, I knew the rough area where she lived. Yeah. And I was going to, I cycle a lot, I was going to do this thing where I was going to put the CD in a bag and just cycle to her house and knock on her door. Well, I mean, it's one of two or three doors. Which right, yeah. Yeah, I thought it would be quite cute. That'd be lovely. But then someone told me she moved and oh. I didn't know where she moved. So, at this time, <laughs> I, I just want to give, because we, we've got about, I think, how, Natasha, how many copies of the album do we have left, physical copies? Literally about four or five. Yeah. So world. these are, I mean, I'm, I just want to get a copy to Adele. Yeah. Is there anybody that's listening that could perhaps help us out or um, anybody at Talk let's, Radio? Let's, let's try. Let's tr this is a long shot. Nigel. <laughs> oh, hi, guys. Do you know where, <laughs> do you know where Adele lives? Uh... No, certainly not. I, oh. don't, no, I don't live in London, do I? No, I think she might live in America somewhere now. Oh, I think she's in New York somewhere. Okay, well, that's a start. That's okay. a start. We're closer New than York. we thought we were going to be. So, if anyone knows how we can get in touch with Adele... Yeah. So, that is amazing. It is Did she have crazy. a voice then? She must have had a voice then. I really, I genuinely remember her as being... I mean, all I remember is that she was, you know, a really strong leader. And yeah. she was very confident. Yeah. And she must have been about 11, yeah. Isn't that amazing? And when I contacted Rox about this, the, uh, the my last story's trumpet player who, you know, who got her from school. Yeah. And, 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 and obviously fans of Adele that are listening to the show will know that she went to Ballam before she went to the Brit School. Yeah. Um, and even though she's from Tottenham, obviously, but Ballam the other side of London, but she did study there as a kid. So it all, yeah, it, it, it is her. I mean, it is her. That's so, incredible. Yeah. Wow. I know, it's so weird. I just think she could, like pay off our mortgages without even thinking about it. That would be like nothing to her. I don't, yeah, I, don't really, I just would like. <laughs> I know that's to. not why you're doing it, but I'm just thinking if there's any associated glory with I'm this. I'm so glad you're not my manager. <laughs> uh, or gonna, am I? <laughs> we're going to take a quick break, and we've got to come back. We've got a little bit more from my life story. This is Talk Radio. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Sorry, I'm just, you may have just heard, heard me telling my guest... To shut up. Jake from My Life Story, to shut up. Mm -hmm. It's so rude. That's the disrespect we have. Honestly, I'm such a fanboy, Jake. I'm really, really trying to hold it together, but... But... There's <laughs> no something... I think he's coming in next week. Oh, God, they're going to cancel the show for bloody Brexit. Um, you were telling me... What sounded like bullshine, but I'm going to go that you how you recorded the strings for this album because that's an, that's another thing that makes it sound like a my life story album uh, is the strings, although less than perhaps one would expect from the first couple of albums. Mm -hmm. It's certainly got. By the way, the drum sound on the album is incredible. It really snaps and and crackles along, but it's it's got a really um there's a really strong guitar sound which is more like fanboy. More like the kind of my life story towards the end, you know, sort of mm -hmm. late nineties, as opposed to the earliest when. It, 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 so, but tell me about the orchestra. How you recorded the orchestra? Well, first of all, I mean, you mentioned the drums there, and, and Chris Hardwick is the drummer, an amazing drummer. So, oh, he's let, great. Let's, let's mention the man's name. Yeah, he is a phenomenal. It's player. brilliant. Uh, and um, a guy called Steve Evans spent a long time setting a whole day just getting. The, it's quite interesting actually with the recording the drums. So. 
is they spent a whole day getting the sound Brilliant. and then a day to record all, all the drums. Isn't that mad? So that, you know, it just shows you how good he is as yeah. a player. So he just, he just did all the tracks in a day? Yeah, well actually the rhythm section, so uh, Chris Hardwick and Jack Hosgood, who's the, the, the bass player, they record, we recorded the rhythm section live. Wow, and I old thought that, school. Yeah, yeah. And, I th- and then we used all the, you know, gizmos and stuff over the top. But that, ga- I think that sort of gave it that. Do you know sort what of that shows? Because yeah, okay, that makes that makes sense. Yeah, it's a great section. So orchestra. Yeah. So we, because Nick and I record, do all this the the sync and TV stuff. Um, we were very fortunate that some friends of ours said, look. Okay, so you know what happens in the film and TV industry. What happens is quite a lot of time if they're if they're making a um, a number, so, so say a production company like Endemol or the BBC or whoever, and they need strings on some some TV shows, they'll wait for a while and then they'll bank them up and then they'll book Abbey Road and they'll record a whole day of orchestra mm. on I don't know, a kids program and then it'll be a right. thriller and then whatever. So there was some friends of ours that said, look, there's this place in Budapest. <laughs> It's around the back of the railway station. Yeah. No, there's a there's a really great place, and you know it's a it's a I mean you know in Hungary they've, they've got loads of famous composers. Yeah. Like, Handel, I think it's like so loads of famous. I'm keeping out of this bit of the conversation because I don't want to embarrass myself. Yeah, but okay. I'm getting close to it, but yeah. So we 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 were aware of this. We, we'd actually have been there before, and they, and uh, you know those Eastern Bloc countries, a lot of film and TV companies use them because they're relatively cheap, but it also they 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 play the strings with a certain there's loads of stuff I've really learned, like like orchestra. There's a sort of stereotype of orchestras in different countries. Right. Okay. So, there's uh, like a sound for each there's country. There's a sound for each wow. country. So in America, it's supposed to be like that Disney sort of yeah. orchestra. So they, they, you know, they, they that's very proficient, but it, it might be a little cold yeah. sounding. In Hungary, it's it. They say that it's like quite emotive. Wow. Like, yeah. Yeah, I don't care if it's a little bit out. That, that's what orchestras are. <laughs> that's the whole idea of an orchestra. Yeah. All a little bit out with yeah. each other. But, um, so, anyway, we managed to arrange, we piggybacked on the end of a session, we got an hour to record a 40, there's a 40-piece orchestra, string orchestra, waiting for us. So there's a conductor that, that obviously conducts the orchestra, he has a pair of headphones on. There is, um, an arranger who also has a pair of headphones on, he's in London, me and Nick are in Brighton. This is nuts. And we all log on to a piece of software on a computer. Which is a bit like a kind of, it's a Skype for music com- compo- composers. Right. And you all go on and you've got your little box, you're, you're in a box each, of a box. And you hear this, you know, orchestra warming up, just, you know, hairs. It was always a great sound anyway. Hairs go straight yeah. up, you know, and then it's like, hi, it's uh, Georgie here and uh, I'm the conductor and uh, yes, I'm looking forward to <laughs> And then, you know, the, then the arrangers go, yeah, right, Jay, yeah, oh, Jay, oh, Nick, yeah, yeah, great, I've got the scores, he's got the scores now, we're ready to go. And, and we're, Nick, Nick and I are just like sitting in a room in front of a laptop. Yeah. And our song is being born wow in hungary that's amazing with a conductor you don't see it you, you don't you, you just and that's in a, in a way that's mm. like radio you know you yeah. just visualize it and uh that was an incredible experience and those guys because they're, they're, they're doing it in one take i'm guessing because because yeah. they all they're all the music's there they're reading it and they're just doing it yeah they do it in one take but of course then it comes down to interpretation so they'll, right. they'll record it in the way that the, the conductor is conducting it in, in probably in a fairly uh, stand, standard way, so it'd be like, okay. keep in time and play these notes, yes. and then they'll play it, and then you say, then the the arrange, 
the uh, the person who's, well we arranged it but the person who scored it out is a real ranger not someone like me who just goes la 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 can you play that or Nick who goes you know <laughs> kind of half you know sixth form sort of yeah. you know music theory um, he will say, yeah, guys, you know, uh, do you think that should be a bit more allegro at the Oh, end? okay, so there's a few yeah. little nudges and a few little shifts and changes. Yeah, and then you, you want to get that emotion, or you want to say, can you swell here, yeah. or can you dip here, and then you can get really get into it. But obviously we only had an hour, so it was a bit fraught. you got you got a tour coming up, mm. of course, thank God. Uh, starts on Saturday, November the 2nd, Islington Assembly Hall, it's where we saw love recently uh then it goes to st albans at the horn where's the horn in st albans uh it's i know where it is okay good catherine knows where it is that's I'll great i'll tell you later thanks catherine, very much i'll show you uh <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> the escort you <laughs> it's quite it's really well known the horn i know did you do a gig there no yeah that's no that no did i mm. might have done who knows uh th these are all through november you got the uh, norwich the 21st uh hebden bridge the 23rd of november uh, you got Hull, you got Worthing, Bristol on the 1st December, then a, then a break over Christmas and New Year in Glasgow in, in February. And it's all on mylifestory.band is the place, uh, to go. Do you still, do you get a kick out of performing still? Yeah. I've I, never seen you guys live. I've watched lots of videos. Right. Um, and you, you, you're a master of the rock kick. I love a, oh, I love that. <laughs> on it. I, I think that's such a sexy thing. You, it looks like you enjoy it. Yeah, I, I, I try to give it up many times, and um, yeah, you know, without going into too many personal details, I think sometimes when you just at your absolute lowest ebb, you just look at you know, you sometimes you know that thing where you just sit there and you think, well, who am I? What am I? You know, what is my place in the world? Yeah. Whatever, and I've always just gone back to I am a songwriter and a performer, and that is my job. Yeah, and that is the thing that makes me happy. And whether I'm playing in a bar somewhere, I mean, I I am going to be one of those sad old crooners. I'm, folks, I'm already 53, so I'm probably <laughs> that right now. Um, He's but, <laughs> 53. I'm going to give him that. But but yeah, and I I, I that's how I've accepted that. You know, that's what I am. Because was there a period, without dwelling too much on it, when, you know, my life story big, you're on telly, you're doing big tours, you're, you're selling a few records, and we said before, inevitably, there is always a period when, it, you know, the band splits up and you, suddenly you're not such a hot thing. That must be tough. That must be an incredibly tough thing to live with. You know, I mean, it's similar for me when I was on TV. I did a few mm. big shows and couldn't couldn't mm. get a job anywhere for for a couple of years, you know, and had to kind of start at the bottom again and work up. It's yeah. tough on the ego, isn't it? Exactly, and I think that, you know, I think when you're, when you're, when you're in a band, I don't, I don't know if it's similar in, in your position, but when you're in a band and you sign a record, the, the, the record label's job, we all know, is to, is to hype the band. So it's like, this is the best band we've ever signed. Yeah. This is going to go to number one. I mean, I remember EMI going... You know, there were a number... The, EMI were going, 12 Reasons Why I Love Her is going to number one. Wow. They actually sat you know, down and said that. Yeah, they were like, it's 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 going to... It, you know, it's it's going... We are going to make that a number one. And no matter how level-headed you are, even if there's a tiny slither of a thing in the back of your mind that goes, oh, it might do. I mean, this is EMI. This mm. is the, they know, know what they're talking well, about. Great record label yeah. as well. You know, and we were signed to Parlophone, which is the Beatles record label. You know, we were, we were, we were, our label mates were, were Blur and Radiohead. So, you know, you, you, I'm not necessarily saying I believe that, but if you put all of that 
that kind of stuff in someone's head. It's hard not to, to get, I got sucked into the hype of you're the greatest talent we've ever had. Yeah, you, yeah. Get, you, you get sucked yeah. into the excitement. Even if, if but what, I guess what I'm saying, Ian, is even if it's a tiny, tiny yeah. bit, it's still there. Yeah. So, and then when you, when you eventually get dropped, you know, we're all, you know, it's like death and taxes, you know, yeah. but Madonna will be dropped one day, yeah. you know, yeah. and, um, you know, it, it's, it's amazing. It's, it's, it, when I say amazing, it's it's such an intense feeling when somebody says, that's it, folks. And quite often, I mean, I've spoken to loads of bands about being dropped. It's almost like one of my f- favourite pet subjects. Yeah. It's like, when I get to know a musician and we're, we're good friends, I just go, just tell me, you know, what was it like? You know, and I've heard some incredible stories, like bands that have been, like, n- in the top ten. And, and, and the accountant's gone, right, uh, well, you know, we've, we've, it, it's not really about... you. I think a lot of fans don't realise that. It, it's, it is about the bottom line. Mm. It's, we've invested so much money in you and you've only gone to number 10 mm. so you know i'm afraid we're gonna have to let you go incredible yeah so it's it's that it's it's it, it, you know and it and for your mental health that 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 sort of peak and that fall to even the sanest person on the planet has got to have yeah. some kind of effect let alone anybody in the music industry and let's face it if you're in the music industry, you're probably going to have a mental health issue. Yeah, yeah. So, you know... It's an excellent observation. So, it really kills us, do you know what I mean, for a long time, and so... Were you... So, we're going to end in a minute. I want to end on a positive... Did, mm. Were you... I know you have Happy a lot... to talk about that at any other stage, though, because that's something well, I'm Well, then let's get you back. About. Come back in yeah, again. Yeah. Come we back can, in again. Okay. Because I don't... I, I didn't want to tread on uncomfortable... No, it's all good. You're coming back in we'll then. We're going to do, do a mental health special. Well, let's do it, because I talk all the... T- I'm always talking about, you know, nearly killing myself <laughs> and all of the fun <laughs> stuff. All right, we're going to get you back in then. But I do... I want to end on a positive. Uh, you've obviously got a close relationship with the fans, because I've seen it on the Facebook oh, and all of that. That must be amazing. Unbelievable. That to release an album, nine years, you know, under the banner My Life Story, 19 years after the last one, the support and the excitement and the fact that it's, you know, it's pledges, fans are going, yeah, I'll give you 20, I'll give you 50, I'll give you 100 quid for all, I've seen you been playing people's, like, back gardens and birthday parties as part of the pledge Mm. package, so it must be amazing for you, and and do your confidence, the world of good, to have so much love and so much support, both financial and emotional, from people 20 years after you last put out a My Life Story record. And imagine the intensity of, I mean, have you ever done a show to yourself, to like, sort of, you know, just a small... Yes. <laughs> quite, quite a few times. <laughs> but, <laughs> yes. Yeah, I've probably set that up a bit yeah. too badly, really. But, but, you know, the intensity yeah. of playing in some, you know, you're invited in someone's home. You I know, saw you in someone's back garden. I saw yeah. pictures of you in someone's back garden. Yeah, we go into someone's home and they're, they're like, oh, you know, can you set up sort of in between the yucca and the barbecue, you yeah. know, and you set up and, 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 the, and the, what's lovely about it is that obviously if it's their 50th birthday or whatever, it, whatever it is, or their wedding anniversary, there's always a contingent of, of people that don't know the band because yeah. they're like, you know, Uncle Fred's coming and blah, blah, blah. And it's so lovely them explaining. They're like, uh, this is Jake. Uh, he's basically, you know, like I, I grew up on his records and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, 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 you know, and I've, and, and, and I'm using, you know, I've hired Jake and Nick to play and my money's going towards making their record, but also he's gonna, you know, it's like it. And that's the best yeah. thing about DIY is that exchange. It's, it's a, it's a mutual beneficial exchange. Mm. So that we can, we, that money then goes back into making more records, more music. 
And for them, I mean, it, it's quite incredible seeing the, I mean, the emotion. I mean, the, oh, I bet. the last one we were doing, there was loads of people crying, wasn't there, and stuff like that. And it was, we played in for, for somebody um, recently whose whole family is four children. He brought them up. He made them listen to my life story. <laughs> it's like some sort of crazy religion. Mm-hmm. And they were all, they were all sort bowing of bowing down in front of <laughs> with feather bowers on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's it's brilliant. It's so nice to see you, man. Honestly, I'm I'm so thrilled that you come in. I'm so that the album is just. It's just an absolute uh, uh, joy. If you want to uh, get it, mylifestory.band, World Citizen uh, is the album. Um, and I'm, we can, Kath and I are going to come on November the 2nd to the, the Assembly Lovely Hall. Lovely to have you there. My first, my first My Life Story wow. gig. Um, so uh, I'll be at the front bowing down <laughs> and in tears. We'll get um, you a feather bow. Oh, mate, please do. It's so nice to meet you, Natasha. Thank you so much for sorting this out. Um, this is The Late Night Alternative. Uh, we'll be back after the news on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
Here we go. Ah, yeah, yeah. I had a little bit of a man crush going on there. What a nice guy. Isn't it funny? I was so nervous because you watch those early My Life Story videos and stuff. There's a real arrogance and a cockiness. And you're always thinking, I wonder wonder what that's going to be like in real life. And I would say 99 times out of 100, you are confronted with a very softly spoken, very gentle soul. And that's exactly what we got there. That's Jake Shillingford, My Life Story. Um, The new album is an absolute... Absolute joy, mylifestory.band. Hello, Catherine. Hello. How are you? Is oh. it me you're looking for? I just got to see your eyes. No, what? Your eyes. I just got to see your nose. And I gotta say, God only knows. Oh, he's done some doodles. Ooh, we're selling that. It was... Wasn't he lovely? Yeah. Wasn't he lovely? I was just saying, you, you, you're never quite sure. The the, the 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 first few albums are so cocky and so arrogant and so wonderful. Yeah, you got problems. I don't think he was on camera. Was he on camera there, James? Was he on camera? He was on camera. Right, cool. He was on camera. Um, and I'm always slightly same with Luke Haynes. Luke Haynes' books made oh, me laugh and terrified. But me. also, yeah, you were terrified that he wouldn't like you, yeah, or yeah. that you wouldn't. I don't know that you wouldn't. Yeah. Gel or whatever, but work. he was—he uh, was they were absolutely delightful. Very really good you. time. Oh, good! I'm so pleased. I'm so pleased. Hey, we got some good news, right? So the um, the the transcript book that we've been working on for ages, um, we finally put it up for sale. This is if this is an idea. Sorry, we haven't been on for two days, and we're doing a really quite a niche hard work show. This is not fun <laughs> for a lot of people who've never listened before. Do you know what? Tough. Um, so we've put out this book. We've been working on this book for a long time of transcripts from this show. Nigel, I will come to you in a second, I promise. Um, and this all came about because someone complained to Ofcom um, because I called someone a sex offender. Uh, or someone invited me around to the house for tea. Oh, no. You sound like a sex offender. You sound like offender. a sex offender. Someone complained to Ofcom. Wasn't upheld. They never are. But we got sent the transcript, or, or the, com- the, the the complaint, was put onto a public website, and the transcript of there of that was 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 put uh, as part of the complaint. And me and Kath read it off air because we, we we're sensible like that. Or maybe we did it on air actually, and we just were rolling about the floor laughing. You take this conversation out of context, out of you know the, the studio, and you read it. It is it, it is funny, and so we thought, well, wouldn't, I wonder if we could do a whole book of this nonsense and some of you loads of you actually very very kindly said okay we'll 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 take a bit uh, of uh, are my headphones feeding back is that oh, okay uh, we'll take a little bit of we'll we'll take a, a, a favorite phone in we'll take a favorite call and we'll transcribe it for you and that you did thank you some of them needed a bit of editing which Catherine did thank you um then i kind of put it all together as a book and and uh, on lulu this website lulu.com and uh formatted it and it, la, 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 la. It's on sale today. Went on sale at three o'clock. Um, I need to just, I, I don't think it's quite in the Lulu algorithms yet. I'm going to just go, if I go to lulu.com and search, I don't think it quite shows up. Um, let, so let me have a look. I'm going to type in the late night alternative and let's see if it shows up uh, in the algorithms yet lulu is search oh boom there you go it's the first one that comes up the late night alternative right you type that in to lulu.com it comes up okay uh it's selling for 12.99 
plus postage. I think of that twelve ninety nine. Lulu take most of it, and I think we get it's something like five pounds seventy nine or five pounds ninety nine. I'll double check later. Profit, right? So we get for every book that is sold, we get five pounds seventy nine. Profit. Except we don't get it. Where's it going? Samaritans. Saved my life several times. We've talked about them a lot, and I know a lot of you have have benefited from the Samaritans. So every penny that we make, we're going to give to the Samaritans. Now this means it's probably gonna, we've spent a few quid already getting stuff formatted. Um, I'm, I'm, I don't think there's like a tax. I think I've got to pay tax on that money that I that the book because it's going to go into my bank account. So I'll, I'll I'll pay tax on it. I'm happy to I'm happy to take that hit. Right. Went on sale at three o'clock this afternoon. We sold 112 copies. What? 650 pounds and 50 pence for the Samaritans already. Now we thought we'd be pushing it to get 100. Copies. I thought we'd sell. I thought over a, like a few weeks we'd sell 100 and that would be it. We've sold 112 in like nine, eight hours. 113 now. I can see it going up in in live time. That is amazing. That, uh, genuinely, it's not me being. Oh, oh guys, that's a. I'm genuinely blind. That's £656.88. We're going to make a grand easy for the Samaritans, I think. Um, it's a really nice book. It's something like 270 pages. Um, it's, we, we, we are absolutely thrilled with how it looks. Thank you, everyone that, that sent one in. If you, if your piece is in the book, you get a name check. Your name is under it. Um, I, I, it's incredible. If you go to lulu.com, late night alternative, you get it in there. Now, I think you can buy it from Amazon. I think you can buy it from other places. Here's the thing. Amazon take a much bigger cut. So if you, if you bought it for the same, if you bought it on Amazon, we'd get like £2.50, which is great and it'll go to the, the Samaritans, but that's less than half what you get if you buy it from lulu.com. So I really, really appreciate it, lulu.com. We can't do signed copies because I haven't physically got them. The way Lulu works is it, every time a book is ordered, it prints up a book. That's it. It's not like a big warehouse full of them. Every time a book is ordered, it prints up a book. So, we can't sign them. However, if you see us in the street, if you come to one of our live shows, we will sign it for you. Don't, please don't send them into work here because then it gets complicated and they might get lost and blah, 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 blah. But, Come to one of our live shows. You see us in the street. I'm just assuming they're always going to be carrying our book around with them. Um, come and grab us. We would be thrilled. They won't be carrying the book around. It'll be under their pillows. I, there are some sexy bits, actually, in there, if that's what you're no, thinking. No, I didn't mean that. I mean, but you also, know, late night reads. On a, on a personal level, we got a book out. Yeah. <laughs> on an, if you're ego level, we got a book out. Uh, and it looks wicked. You haven't even mentioned who's written a little forward for us. Oh, God! Um, John Dredge! Dredge, phones in, has written a forward mm -hmm. for us. And some bloke called Bob Mortimer. Um, he just sent it in. I don't some listener. Some listener called Bob Mortimer. And uh, Bob Mortimer's written a really lovely forward about us and about the show. And um, and he's in the... He, Bob's in the book. Dredge is in the book. Uh, Keith Fast Running's first call is in the book. Uh, is, oh, I'm so thrilled. It looks beautiful. In all honesty, me and Kath have, have done very, very little compared to what you guys have done in terms of transcribing it. And uh, Kath's done more. I've done nothing. Kath's done a bit. And you lot have done a lot. And I really, really appreciate it. And w we are still at some point, probably not this year, but at some point we would like to do an evening where people reenact the the phone calls but take them out of a phone in studio put them at a bus stop put them on a on the titanic but you know put put them somewhere different anyway lulu.com 
type in the late night alternative it pops up it's got a green cover there's a picture of me and kath uh sat in my back garden and it's uh, I, i'm i'm thrilled i'm absolutely thrilled and uh, th- you know we've already we've already sold 13 more than uh i was expecting to sell so i'm 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 thrilled over the moon we, we might get to a grand for the samaritans let's go to jane good evening jane Good evening. Good How are you? I'm I'm on top of the world, Jane. I'm glad to be working after having two nights off because of Brexit. Oh well, that's why I was ringing. Oh. Con- um, continue, Evusi. Sure if we play. Right show, to be fair. Okay, well, you, this you've you've got the right show. You got the best show. You got the only well, show I in town. So, um, but anyhow, it was only just to say, really, that today I've. Um, you know, I, I voted to leave basically um, oh. in 2016 in the election. Yes. And I know it's a very sensitive subject. Very sensitive. But, um, yes. I saw Boris Johnson today and I've been watching the BBC News. He's a bellend, um, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. But the thing is, I think he's getting hammered from every angle, to be fair. Good. I mean, people are asking him questions and he's answering the questions five times and they're still asking he's the not though questions. is he he's not he's not answering the questions well, he is, he's, he's, he's avoiding <laughs> all of the questions did you see that brilliant mp for slough place i grew up in um picking him up on his awful awful racist language you see i don't think he's racist i mean you no, well, you're you're a, you're a white you're a white mi- you're a white middle-aged you're a white middle-aged woman he wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't. I'm he wasn't, not wasn't, racist, and I don't think he is either. I didn't say you. Were, I, why, I didn't say you. Silly. June, Jane, I didn't say you were. Jane, I didn't say you were racist. That he says. Yes, I didn't say you were racist. Why would you assume? Why? Why are you? You've, you've gone to the defence of your of ra- against well, your own racism. This, this is how I believe that this generation is going. You can't say anything about what anybody. You, what would you like to say that you think you can't say? I feel that you've just said to me that you thought I was racist. Didn't say that. Thought I didn't, was racist didn't say that at all. Here's what. Here's the problem well, with people. Here's the problem with people. They don't listen. What I was saying. They don't listen. That, exactly. Yeah. Well, so you, you, you don't. You're, you're the person it. that's not listening. What What would you like to say about people of other races that you feel you're not allowed to say? Because trust me, you're allowed to say it. Well, I don't have. A, I have friends that are Sikh, Hindu, Muslim people. Very, very close okay. friends of mine and my family, and we what? don't have an issue with that. Well, what would you like? To, you just said that you're, you, there's stuff you'd like to say that you're not allowed to say. No, so, what I was saying was that Boris Johnson is not racist. How do you know that? He uses racist because language. I know he isn't. Well, ha- well, come on now, Jane. He uses He's racist. Lying. I'm going to give you the evidence. Jane, Jane, can you do conversation or Jane? Jane, hello. Four million people. Hello. Can you do Jane? Can you do conversation? Yeah. Okay. Well, can you do conversation? Well, can you? Yes, I can. It's my job. Can Can you do it? I can. Come okay. on. I'll let you finish. Thank, well, okay. <laughs> Thank you. And maybe you'll respond. I've given you evidence that Boris Johnson is a racist, or certainly uses racist language. What evidence have you got that he isn't a racist? What, uh, what evidence have you got that he is? His use I of, do not he, believe that he is whatsoever. Pick a ninnies. I think he is trying his very best. Pick a ninnies. honour the referendum. Pick a ninnies. Seventeen. Put four million people voted to leave. Pick, pick a ninnies. Pick a ninnies. Out the EU. Pick a ninnies. 
I'm sorry, I'm not listening to that because you're not listening to my. No, I'm listening. No, you're, you're, you're going off on a tangent. 17.4 no, million no. people voted to leave Europe. I've got that, but that's not what we're talking about. No, but he, you're, he, you're talking about something that I, I, I just. You see, this is. This is it. You're not having a conversation. You've asked me for the evidence that he's racist. No, I am. You've asked me for evidence that he's racist. I've given it to you, and you're completely ignoring it. He's a totally decent guy. Jane. And I truly believe that he's trying his best for our country. Dear God, you're thick. Jane, listen, please. You're calling me thick? Yes, because you're you're thick. Jane, listen, I have... I'm thick. I'm glad you're, you, we, we agree That's about something. That's a special thing to say about somebody, really, isn't I, I'm it? I'm glad we agree about something. I'm a educated person, actually. I don't believe that for a second. You certainly didn't learn well, manners. Well, I do, okay, because you you're calling you, me sick. Correct. Now, can you address, you, you, I've given you evidence that he's used racist language, and you, 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 so you you're sick. Because you're only reading one side of the story. I'm reading an article that he Do wrote not. where he. I'm not reading. an open minded person whatsoever. Oh, I'm more open minded than you could ever think. No, I, you're not. I love, I love well, ladies' parts and I love men's right. parts. That's quite open minded. I, uh, what I'm reading is I'm reading an article that he wrote where he not used the term pickaninnies. Everybody's choice. Sorry? I can't fault you for that. Can't fault you for that. Okay. Is there a delay on this? Because it's, it's like that, um, the two Ronnie sketch where you're answering the question before. I'm, you, I'm reading an article that Boris Johnson wrote where he used the derogatory term pickaninnies. That's my evidence that he's used racist language. An article What's that he... What's the good things that he's done? Well, no, 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 that's... The... Are you only picking on... We're talking... We're what about the God. other politicians in this country? What about, what about, what about, 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 what about, what about, what about, 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 one person? Yeah, because we're talking about one person, Jane. Is, is, no, it's not. not. Well, we are. We're, we're talking, talking about... about going to an election. No, we're talking about... Well, Jesus is... Jane, <laughs> no. now. Jane, we're talking about Boris Johnson. No, do you not... not. Do what? you singling do you him think? out? What You're do you singling... think? What do you... You are a bully. We're talking about Boris Johnson! But you are a bully. I'm a bully because we're talking. What did you, you think? You are a bully. Great. Okay. You are a total bully. Yeah. Okay. And you are not. And listening. you're going to put the phone down, aren't you? No, I'm not. Okay. Fine. I, I have what to we were talking? You are an absolute. You are totally not listening to I, anybody else's view. I'm listening. We were talking about Boris Johnson. So why shout? Why ball? Because so you're not responding. This is what we've been saying. Have you been sniffing and glue Boris or something? Johnson is a very decent person. I, I, he's a I, gentleman. Jesus Christ. He's a scholar. He's a very educated man. This is a spoof. Man, he's a gentleman and, he's and a Prime scholar. He, yes, so okay. what are you going to say now? I'm going to go back to the point where you denied... You're going to be derogative about him, aren't you? No, I'm not going to be derogative. I'll be derogatory. You are. I'm not going to be derogative because I yes, don't think... It's my derogative. <laughs> We were talking about whether he'd used racist language or not. I don't believe he did. So that's you don't think pick a, you don't think Piccaninny is no. a you don't think that's no a, I don't. Can I can I finish the question? I don't understand the term, and I've never even used uh. it in my life. Ah, so you don't. So why would I even think it was derogative? Because you're just picking on something. Yes. Just to to just no. bring the man down. Aren't no, 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 no. I'm picking on it. I'm going to educate you now. No, no, you're not. Yes, I am. Well, I, I, I won't because you've got closed me. you've got closed ears. No, I, I, my ears are very open. Well, then, shall I tell you? Shall I tell you? Both sides, to be fair. Well, it's not, not though, is it? Like you. Because you're saying you don't know what piccaninny means, but you're not open well, to the idea it might be. Yes, I do. Yeah. Well, what does it mean then? Well, do, do you do you do you really want to know? 
Well, yes, I would. Okay, are you sure? Are you sure yes, that you are you sure that you're going to listen? Oh, yes, I would absolutely love to know because it's, you seem to know what it means. Well, I do know what it means. Yes, yes, yes. It's um, it's a it's a derogatory term for black people. It often refers to um, slaves. Well, that's totally unruly, isn't it? It's it's that, unruly. That's not acceptable. So, if I was to throw, if I was to use the word piccaninny. Which is so a derogatory on, term for black hang people. Hang on a minute. J- Jane. So you're now trying to infuse the situation. Infuse? It wasn't even there. You, well, g- g- let's, just, let's, just, let's just play a little mind game, okay? If I were to um, refer to, to my listeners of colour as pickaninnies. Well, everybody's on equal. Okay. There is no. no literally, there is no, literally no idea what you're talking about now. You're just rambling like a mad woman. So there is no. I beg your pardon. I said you're just rambling like a mad woman. No, there is no divide in this country. Everybody's accepted in this country. Okay, well, can I just, I, Jane? I Jane, love Jesus every minority. I don't care, whatever. Jane. So if what, I, what, what's your point? Uh, if you let me speak, and if you actually respond so to the words, to if cause I cause an argument when there isn't one. Okay, I'm just trying to point out exactly how dumb you are. If you'll let me. If I were to carry on, if I were to refer to my listeners of colour as pickaninnies, which is a you call me dumb. If I were to refer, you called me dumb. Are you listening on the radio? Because there's a delay going on here. No, I'm listening to you. Okay. If I were to refer to my my listeners of colour as pickaninnies, which is a derogatory term for black people and often was used to describe slaves, would you consider that as racist? In a certain context. Okay. But so, you know something, that is totally unacceptable in this country. It's so unacceptable, where, isn't what, it? What are you on about? Well, the point is, Boris Johnson wrote an article where he referred to people as pickaninnies. Well, I don't believe that he means that. I really don't. Okay, well, what, 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 do you day, think, what, what do you think he meant? Minister. What do you think he meant? I don't know. No, but you I'm don't. But you, here's I don't the thing. believe that he meant any here's the derogative mark. Here's the, there's, there's no such word as derogative. What about, what about um, all the Jewish people that have been anti-Semitized through the Labour Party? I think it's awful. I think it's awful. I think it's a real problem of anti-Semitization right. in, in the Labour Party. You need to bring that up then, don't you? Well, no, because but you're... What I'm saying well, I've, you ja- is, Jesus Christ, this woman is thick. J- Jane, we were talking about... me sick. For the fourth time, yeah. We were talking about Boris Johnson. But you are very abusive, aren't you? I don't like racists, and I don't like I'm people who defend... I'm very I don't like... And you think... Are you calling me a racist? That's no, it... one thing I'm not. Well, if you let me finish the sentence, because you know Muslim people... You be very careful what you're saying. Okay, that's... Ooh! If... If... I don't like racists, and I don't like people... Well, but... don't speak to me like I am one, because I am if not. If you let me finish the sentence, Jane, we might get there in a bit. Do you drive? I don't like racists, and I don't like people... Who defend racists? Which so is what, what do you're you doing. Like, then? You don't, I'm not defending a racist. You're defending all. Boris Johnson. I'm defending my prime minister. Well, I, here's the thing. Of our I, I don't look up with complete deference to people in power. Well, that's your opinion. It is. I question them, and I question their racism. Well, I question it as well. But you know you something? Don't. I don't believe he is such a bad person that he's been painted out to be, and I think he needs to be given a choice. Given a chance, and at least be able to get the referendum out of the way, and and go for what the country voted for, and let everybody stop 
this nonsense and let's all unite together as a country. I would That's what we I would, need. I would never unite with you, Jane. Well, I wouldn't unite with you after calling me thick and gormless and everything else. Didn't use the word gormless, but that's a good you? one. That's a good one. I'm going to add that to the list. You? Very. You called me thick, very uneducated. Yep. Yep. You, really? You, I, and I, actually, you're right. Well, there I was think you are. I think you're one-sided. Oh, contrary. You are not listening to an argument. You haven't given one. There is an argument because you haven't given one. we need to get out of this country. You get out of the country, Jane, if you want. I'm staying in the country. I live here. My house really? is here. Really? But you don't want to vote for the what's right for it. I'm staying in. I'm staying. You want to get out of the country, do you? Well, you don't want to write. We want to get out of the EU. Well, you just said you want so to get out of the country. Jane, people. you want to get out of. You just said you want to get out of the country. Make your mind up. We want to leave the EU. But you, you know want to leave the country need. as well. Well, we want to leave the EU. You said you wanted to leave the country. Are you for real? No, you literally just Are said... Are you really 30 real? seconds ago that you wanted you to leave the country. You are not normal. No, I'm not. you are not listening to I'm listening better than you're speaking. I'm listening better than you're no, speaking. you are not. You are not listening. <laughs> no, you can laugh all you like. I will you laugh. Something. This is, I've had you, better you arguments will, about will, Europe with my... Something. I've had... So it, stupid. Yep, okay. You are so stupid uh -huh. because you don't listen yep. to what the people are saying to you. I'm listening you. to you. I'm trying to listen to you. But you haven't, though. Well, I have. you've done is just abuse me. You've just said you wanted to leave the country. We want to leave the EU, don't we? I, well, I don't know, because you, you, a minute ago... Well, you that's what most majority of people yes, want to do, isn't it? You just said you wanted is to... Is it not? You just said you wanted to leave the country. You know what I mean. No, no. You want to leave the EU, and I've said that on several times to you through this conversation. But you also said you wanted to leave the country, Jane. Well, shouldn't you, really? I don't want to because leave the country. My really. house is here. My what, house is what, here. What, what's your opinion on it, then? On what? Would you like to remain, or would you like to leave? In the country. I would like to remain in the country, if that's okay. Oh, is that what you voted for? To, I voted, every time I vote, it's Did to remain in the to country. Leave? Every time, every time I vote, I vote to remain in the country. So, did you vote to leave the EU or to remain? Well, now, here's the thing, Jane. Because what did you vote? What's I, your vote? I will tell you, but here's the thing. It's more nuanced than the answer I'm going to give you. I don't know if you know what the word nuanced means. Go on, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you know what nuanced means? Oh, go on, you'll tell me. Well, no, I'm, I'm hoping you know. <laughs> well, go on then. Okay. It's, I'm going to give you the answer to your question. Yeah, did you vote? Um, no, I know. Yes. Or remain? I'm going to give... One answer. Uh, did you vote for a deal or without a deal? What did you vote for? We didn't get on to vote. On the ballot paper. We didn't... What did you vote for? Answer the question. Oh, I've got to listen to you, Jerry Paxman. Um, answer the question. <laughs> did you vote, leave or remain? Yes. With a deal, without a deal, we weren't or asked. We weren't asked. Well, Jane, I don't know. Do? I don't know so, what. So, did you vote? It was a one thing. Yeah, but you've just given four options. Question. You've given four things. It was a one. Qu you know what the question was. When I do, but I don't think you do. What was you the? You know what? what the question was. So, what did you do? Why don't you tell me what the question did you vote was? To remain. Why don't you? I suppose you voted to remain. Are you Ramona? <laughs> I don't know what that Are means. Quiet? I'm 46 years old. I don't. I don't. Really? Me don't speak your language. Really? Yeah. 
Uh, what's it? 76. You don't speak my language. F you're 76, are you, Jane? Oh, yeah. Oh, I apologise for being so rude to you, then. Well, I wouldn't be if I was you. No, no. You've been rude all night, so did you vote to remain or did you vote to leave? The... My vote... With a deal or without a deal? What did you do? We did weren't... Did you vote to Jesus. remain with a deal or did you vote to leave without a deal? Have you got grandkids? That wasn't on the question paper, was it? You're answering your own... You're having your own conversation now. Have you got grandkids? Oh, I've got lots of grandkids. I'm so sorry yeah. for them. Oh, really? I'm very happy for them because you know something, if we get out of this mess, eventually, we will eventually... Learn to live as a lovely country, be united, move forward, be able to have deals with other countries and not be tied into this mess that we are in today. I was in the common market when it went into the common market. Oh, so it's your fault? Oh, so it's my fault, yeah. I was the only one that voted. So you I? voted, to, so it's your so fault? you vote to leave or remain? Answer the question. Why? Why should I answer? Because you need to. No, I don't. Because you've questioned me. No. Answer the question. I don't need to answer anything. Yes, you do. I've, I Did voted. You vote I to voted to. Or remain. Well, here's the thing, Jane. You're a moaner, aren't you? No, I'm not, because I don't know what that means, because I'm, I'm, I'm a grown man. I don't throw around childish. You're a moaner. Okay. You didn't want to leave the EU, did you? This is Talk Radio. Moonlit musings from mums, madams, and meat packers. Oh, never mind, I must have misheard. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. The station's brilliant. On Talk Radio. 0344 499 Nigel, Alistair, Paul, stay there. I think we've got two gentlemen that want to ride to my defence after the merciless tongue-lashing I received from a very, very rude caller who wouldn't let me get a word in edgeways. Tony's phoned up to support me. Good evening, Tony. Yeah, hello. Hello, Tony. Hello. Yeah, hello. Tony, are you on speakerphone? Yeah. Be great if you could use your hand. All right. Can't hear you very well. Hello. Go on, man. I want to hear you. She was out of order, wasn't she, man? Now, listen, I've just caught the last five minutes of that, right? I turned it out. I, I put the radio station on because I thought it was going to be like the political thing tonight because of the, the Brexit thing, yeah? I didn't know what I was going to get. And I heard someone on the radio, I didn't specialise that it was you, yeah? And I couldn't believe the abuse, that you, the way you were talking to that woman. I, I didn't hear the start of the conversation. Well, then you missed, the, you, missed, you missed the integral bit, Tony. If you go back and listen to it and then give us a call back and apologise... So you know you're being rude to me, ain't you? No, 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 I'm just saying, you, you've admitted yourself you didn't hear the full conversation. 
go back and listen to it on the on the website, and then you can phone back and apologise to me for the the outrageous tone you've taken in this call. I've taken an outrageous tone, have I? Yeah, it's, it's outrageous. Okay, okay. So do you want to go back and listen to it, and then give us a call later? Maybe I'll do that. Good yeah. lad, thank you, Tony. Jason's phoned up because Jason thought uh, the way I was spoken to was awful. Jason, what, what would you like to say? Don't be too, <laughs> don't be too harsh uh, on Jane because she's not here to defend I'm herself. Am I on now? Can you hear me? Sorry. Can you hear me? Are you on speakerphone? Um, no, I'm not on speakerphone. No. It's very muffled. Is there any way? It's J- Jason. We can't. Jason. It's very. Jason. Jesus. It's very muffled. We can't hear you very well. Is there anything you could do to get rid of the muffling? Hold on. Wait one second. Maybe I've got the, the radio on in the background. It's not that that's doing it. It's just very muffled. But if you've got that on, switch it off. Um, can you hear me now? Yeah, it's a little bit muffled, but we can make it out. Go on. Oh, God. You, you are so arrogant, aren't you? You are really arrogant. What, because I can't listen, hear you very I well? Listen to, I listen to your whole conversation. You are really rude. You are really so rude. This is the first time I've had the phone up just to tell you how rude you are. What did that I say? It was lovely. And I listened to our conversation. Why can't you just wind it in? Jason, tell me what I did that was rude. Well, you talked to her like there's nothing. You was really rude. Give me, well, you give me one example. I need an example of, of where... Prepared, you wasn't prepared to listen to her. I listened to you everything. She's, Jason's not prepared to listen to me. He's phoned up to yeah. say I'm rude for not listening, and he's not listening. Outrageous. Can I'm you believe these guys? What he doesn't realise is if you're talking at the same time, Ian can be heard better more yeah, than you. Yeah, just the way the system works. So, Jason, can you give me an example of uh, what I said that was rude, please, mate? Can I give you an example? Because um, every time she said something, you talked over her as you're talking over me, and um, she gave, it, gave an opinion. Everyone's allowed to have their opinion. Am I allowed to have an opinion? You're allowed to well, have an opinion. Well, that's all I did. All I did was... You can't be rude to her. Yes, I can. Let her have an opinion. Yes, I can. If she's defending a racist and is being rude to me, I can be rude to her. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, you, I suppose you can be rude if you want to, because you. you're on a radio station. It's free speech, but, Jace. Just exercising my free speech. It's what, it's what to, our Tommy died for, is for, our, know, it's for but, free speech. I think the thing is, what, what's your name? I don't even know who you are. And you, you, know. you call me rude. You phoned up to speak on my radio well, show I, and you don't even know my name? Mate, How rude. Normally How rude are you, Jason? That's rude. I would <laughs> never phone up a radio show and not know the name of the I host. I listen to Alan in Brazil, to be fair. I just happened to listen to this tonight. So, Unlucky. I think, yeah, I think you're great. But listen, just, I want to carry on. Um, I think that the lady had got a point... And you what was her point? Because I don't, I couldn't work it out. Well, she's got a point. She's got. A, well, what was it? She, she's got an opinion. Well, you know what her opinion was. No, I don't know what her she's point was. Her point was that she didn't. To say, but you wouldn't allow it. Allow it. Oh, I did, and Jason. I've to you before. You will. I've heard you before, and you okay. won't allow people to speak. You want to talk over people all the time. I think it's great. I think you're fantastic. To be fair, but just allow people to speak and don't be rude to them. Hey, Jason, when when's your radio show on? Well, would you want me to come and have a radio show with No, not at all. Option. Not at all. But, you, but you, <laughs> you've not got a radio show. I have. I'll do it the way I've been doing it for the last 15 years. What was her point that I missed then? Because I could, all I heard was the, was the inane... Not, not, Jason, let me finish. Mate, all I heard... The, Jason, you're talking over me now and they can't hear you while we're both talking. All I heard was the inane ramblings of um, uh, someone defending a racist. What, what did I miss? It's not defending what, what, defend what you're saying that uh, Boris Johnson is a racist. Oh, we're not. I'm not having the same argument again. He's not racist. He's is used it? racist. He's opinion. used racist. Well, it's a fact. He's used racist oh. language. 
that's your opinion. No, he's used racist language. That's a fact. Whether he's a no. racist or not could Boris be down Johnson to opinion. We'll take this country forward. Jason, 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 best, let's stop. Here's the, the thing. Jason, your fade is down now. I don't like doing that very often, but th your fade is down, so you're not on the air. Here's the thing, right? This isn't Nick Ferrari. This isn't Mike Graham or Julia Hartley Brewer, right? This is, this is a radio show where I will discuss stuff and we, I will look at things from every which way, but I will not allow you to, to jump out of conversations and to avoid questions and spout cliches. We need a little bit more than that. So stop spouting the cliches, all right? He has used racist language. That's a fact. Right? Fact, is it? Yes, fact, it is. <laughs> I don't, I don't agree with you. Piccaninnies, you don't think Piccaninnies is racist? Uh, to be fair, I, 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 you know, I'm quite an intelligent guy and I don't even know what that Well, is, I, I, if you were listening, if you were listening to the conversation with Jane, you would have heard me give you the definition of it. As you said, you listened to the whole thing and you still don't think that Piccaninnies is racist. And when was he, when was he saying this? Oh, Sorry, I thought you said that he'd never used racist language, but now you don't actually know. He wrote an article and used it in an article. Hmm. I don't believe that Boris uh, Johnson is racist. No, no, no. Oh, we're not, we're not, we're, we're honing it down, Jason. We're honing, here come the cliches. They don't mean anything. Here's the, we're honing it down. Forget the racist for a second. Would you agree that Piccaninnies, now you know what it means because you listened to me explain it to Jane, is, is a racist term? Well, I don't believe that Boris no, Johnson No, 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 answer the question. Answer I the... I don't believe that Boris Johnson is That's, that's great. I'm really pleased to hear that, Jason. Around. Can I you answer... He might have said something that might can, make him a Can you answer the specific... I don't believe he's a racist. Okay, Jason, that's he's really interesting. Take this country it. forward and... Okay. Okay, okay, that's great. That Are you able, Jason, to answer a specific question? I'm able to answer a question, but... Well, can you answer it, then? Could you answer it? Could you answer it? Okay, here come the places. Take the country forward. La 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 la. Great. Okay, we've got that. Could you answer the specific question I asked you four times? Pardon? Say that again. Jesus, everyone is so thick. You're worse than Jane. Could you? You are. Oh God, you're thick. If you're not thick, you're rude. Which one is it? You're either thick or rude. Which one is it, Jace? I'm neither. Okay. Well, in that case, you'll do me the the great pleasure of answering the specific question I asked you four times. What was it? So, 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 just catch me out now. So, I'm, I've heard that much that you, you come out with loads of spiel. Could you answer the question I've asked you four times? And ask me again. Here we go. Would you agree that pick a ninny, a widely recognised racist term of subjugation to, used towards people of colour, would you agree that that is a racist term? Um... Well, now you've told me it's a racist term, then I would agree it's a racist okay. term. Okay, so now but you have to, ipso facto, Jason's going to take the country it. forward and no, all of that. No, no. Ipso facto. that Boris Johnson's a racist. Okay. Under no ipso facto, so you agree that, that Piccaninny is a racist term. Ipso facto, you have to agree that Boris Johnson has used a racist term. He may have well used no, the no, no, no. Have you he, ever said anything that you that you've regretted? No, 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 no. Just focus on the specifics of the question. Focus on the specifics of the question. You're picking people up on 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 
specific. I like fa- I like right. facts and specifics. Here's the oh, thing, Jason. Let, let I say, have used. If we, we all say things that we regret. Okay, right? that wasn't the question. I know that, that wasn't the question. Isn't a racist. That wasn't the question. He's the best prime minister we're going to ever have. He's going to leave. He's been in it for two days. He's been in it for two days. His brothers quit. Poli- his brothers so co- quit his career because of that. Okay, all right, Jason, you're not really up to it, mate. But thanks for your time. I appreciate it. I appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you very much indeed. He's a nice fella. Here's the thing. This is what happens when you take two days off. We've got loads of phone calls from people who want to argue about early Brexit. This is Talk Radio. Kick off your slippers. Don't go to bed. The party is just starting. You can sleep when you're dead. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have, we have two nights off. The show goes to shit. Thanks, whoever filled in for us. We went, uh, Kath and I had a great night off last night. We went to see Clinton Baptiste. Live in Luton. Go and see him on tour. He is funny. There's so many bits. So talented. He yes. talks to the spirits. Oh, yes. And, well, I don't want to spoil it for you, so I won't, but... Um, the spirits entered him live on stage. He did get entered several times. <laughs> some show. Clinton Baptiste. We're, we're trying to get him on at some point. Some show. Um, 0344-499-1000 is the phone number. I just, I mean, we, we, uh, <clears throat> you ready for some more? I mean, do we have to? Do we have to drop the hashtag, we don't do Brexit? Because it sounds like we're doing Brexit. <laughs> Jesus. Let's go to, uh, good evening, Tony. Hello. Hello, Tony. Yeah, hello. Are you on speakerphone, mate? No, I've turned it off. Good lad. What you got for us, Tony? Stop you getting on your high hold straight away. Oh, I, I live uh, on a high horse. I sleep on it. Yeah, I know you do. Listen, I don't, I don't know whether you're having a bit of a bad day today, yeah, but if you are, you shouldn't be on the radio today because trying to antagonise people, yeah? Because you wouldn't talk to people like that in the street. Because if you spoke to me like that in the street today, I'd lay you on your back straight away, I'm telling you. You're arrogant, yeah? Stop it. Stop being arrogant. Go back to the person that you normally are on a radio station. And I, I, I enjoy listening to. I don't know what it is about you tonight. You're having a bit of a bad one. What's my name? Lay off it, yeah? What, what's my name? What do you mean, what's your name? What's my name? Oh. Do you know my name? Do you know what? Do you know what? Do you know my name? Do you know what? Do you, you know, know my, you said you've listened to the show. You said you've listened to the show before and you're a big fan. What's my name? Yeah. There we go. All right, he's listened. Great. Don't speak to me like that. Don't phone me up. Don't threaten violence thinking you're the biggest. Shut your face. Shut your face. Do you think you're the tough man phoning up, threatening violence? They can't hear you, Tony, because I don't allow violent thugs to come on my show and think you solve an argument by threatening violence. Oh, you're a tough man. Oh, you've got a deep, gravelly voice. Oh, you're going to punch me and knock me on my back. That shit doesn't wash with me, Tony. I like intelligent conversation. I like debate. I like a little bit of fun. Idiots that phone up and threaten violence do not get on my show. I am trying to create a better world. Yeah, put the phone down, boy. I am trying to create a better world where violence violence as a way to solve an argument you absolute lunatic you pudding stop listening to this this isn't for you this is for intelligent artistic people the best you can do is i'm gonna lay you out on your back i'll grow up mate you're lucky i don't i don't send that recording to the police that's an actual threat of physical violence you're so lucky 
so lucky that I don't send that clip to the police. And if I do get attacked by anyone, they're going to be knocking on your door because we've got your phone number. You've threatened to lay me out. So if anyone does attack me, that's it, mate. You're in trouble. Grow up. We're not 12. We're better than that, right? We don't threaten physical violence. You want to have an argument? You want to tell me you disagree with me? Beautiful. That's fine. I'll listen. But I'm not going to listen to you threatening to lay me out, you absolute pudding. Let's go to Des. Good evening, Des. Good evening. Oh, whoa. 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 The wolf pack is out tonight. Isn't it? The far right, these little Englanders, these nutcases. Mind you, I, I should try and be charitable. Some of them have uh, probably got sad and lonely lives and they're just sounding off at you and you have been um, the icon the anti-icon. The anti-icon, you know? I like that. I'm the anti-icon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, but it's not good, it's not good. I mean, they're talking over... This is... I, I think this Brexit... I'm not going to go into the politics of it. I've got my views just like you have. And that's not for the show, as some of these idiots don't recognise, you know. Mm. Um, but they're, they're, they're just threatening violence, though. I'm just... It's that picture game. It's people... Turning this pitch up when you when you speak truths when you're speaking truths mm. you know what I mean and 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 probably a little bit of a vino I think poor poor Jane the the lady at the beginning yeah. you know so it's all Jane's of, fault um, <laughs> we need to we need to send Jane back we need yeah, we need to um, close the borders to Jane's <laughs> not the well, not the Indian religious in group country. She wants to remain in this country, so you'll be, you'll, she'll be all right then, won't she? She you know? will, she'll be all right. Uh, Des, thank you very much for your kind words. Let's go to Cathy. Good evening, Cathy. Oh, hi. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Good. I'm, I'm just a bit concerned that as you've not been here for two days, what the hell has happened to the IQ of the listeners? Hasn't it seemed to have dropped... Dramatically, I would have thought if we'd have been away a week, like it was looking like at one point, then yeah, you um, maybe expect that. But two days, Catherine? I don't think there are people. I, no, no. I, I can't say this. I can't do it. They don't even know how to say say words properly. <laughs> we're leaving the country. I thought we were. I thought it was about the EU. <laughs> Here's my thing. Let me. I, I, in case you missed it the other day, Kathy. Here's the thing. It's only the second time I've said it on radio, and the first time I said it was because someone asked me. Right? This is what I think about Brexit. Yes, I voted to remain. Yes, I don't think it's a great idea for the country. I suspect we'll be worse off if we leave. But mm -hmm. I think we should probably leave because that's what people voted for, and I'm a fan of democracy. There you go. Mm -hmm. That's my that's my opinion. So everyone shouting at me for being a remoner and a, no, I, I voted to remain. Yeah, that's why I didn't. I wanted to answer Jane's question with some caveats that saying yes, how I voted three years ago is is almost irrelevant to what I'm, not irrelevant actually, but it, it, it has, it, it's more important what I'm thinking now. And I'm thinking, yeah, we should probably leave, even though I suspect we will all be a little bit worse off. But, but no one, no one under, no one lets you explain these nuances, Cathy. No, I mean like, okay, I want to remain too, but we voted and thought it's with such a narrow margin as well. Yeah. But it's what we voted for, so if we're going to do it, let's get on and do it. But this woman seemed to believe there was four or five options on the 
uh, ballot paper. Apparently I so. only had two. I must have had one of the different <laughs> ballot papers. I, I only saw two as well. I, I, listen, and this is the problem, and we've talked about this on the show. Everyone is getting so angry. I mean, the guy's threatening to punch me? That's insane. It's... Uh, they're all reading a specific newspaper, I think, because it's just absolutely ludicrous. Cathy, thank you very much for moving on, because I just want to get one more call in before we go to the news. Good evening, Chris. Oh, hello, Ian. How are you doing? I'm very, very well, Chris. What have you got for us this evening? You're good. Um, nothing to do with Brexit. Oh, mate, you know um, this yeah. is the home of Brexit. Hashtag home of Brexit. And have you been forced to do that? Are you being paid extra to talk about Brexit? No, we didn't get paid. Here's the thing. Me and Kath don't work. We don't get paid. So uh, while we no. enjoyed our nights off, our paychecks this month will be two shows lighter, you know, so... It's good because, <coughs> I mean, I've got two children and one of them gets the school shoes this year. The other one will just have to wait. Mm. And I've got to buy more cocaine. So it really is. These are. T- I'm well, joking. Yeah. Well, I'm joking. What is the price of cocaine going up or down? This is, I don't know. This, let me just say, when I had my little relapse, I was shocked at the increase in price over <sighs> between 13 years. Anyway, that's by the by. So, Chris, what have you got for us this evening? Um, nothing interesting. Oh. Uh, let's talk about computer games here. Yes, I Yeah. Uh, don't I mean, assume, but carry on. <laughs> You, uh, well, I think you yawned the other night. When well, maybe I you were boring. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> Chris, oh, uh, 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 Catherine, my God, there we go. Catherine is, 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 is angry that I've, I've, Catherine is jealous that I've, I've been able to shout with the last few, three or four callers. Yeah. She wants her turn. I don't like people assuming things. You're correct. Let's go. Chris, Continue. what have you got? Well, what have you got? First of all, I was disappointed not to make it to the podcast the other night. That's, okay. um, that's the way it goes. For, for, Maybe for talking right. about Rocket League, I thought Rocket League was a great subject. Okay, well, not everyone gets on. radio. Not everyone gets on. Okay, um, you're, you're eating into your time. Yeah. Ah, uh, um, let's talk about... Give us a call when you know what you want to talk about. Thank you very much. Let's go to Steve. Good evening, Steve. Yeah, hello, Ian. Um, I come from, uh... A background of 22 years in the circuits, and um, I actually didn't think that when we had the referendum uh, for one second that we would vote to leave the European Union. Uh, it's a big surprise to me. Uh, I didn't vote. Uh, I could have voted, obviously, but um, I was out of the country at the time, very busy. And on the day of the, uh, the announcement, I was actually. Uh, in France, on the uh, in the place called Arsenal, in Gold on Gold Beach, um, it's a big shock to me. Clearly, a big shock to the politicians who've not got over it. Uh, the reality is, if we don't leave now, in my opinion, it really will be very bad for this country from the uh, perspective of the Europeans because they've seen all of this play out. And um, they're really going to hold us, uh, hold us to the candle, I think. Uh, can, I ask, so Steve, can I ask, Steve, can I ask you, can yeah. I ask you a question? Yeah. If you had to, right, if you had to, and they were all still here with us, if you had to fight one of the Beatles, which one do you think you could take out the quickest, using your military training? Um, probably Don Lennon. Steve, thanks very much for your call. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
my story. All right, sometimes. What a song! What a band! The new album is a joy. An absolute joy. As I say, there's always that hesitancy when you put on a new album by a band you like. And um, sometimes bands get it so wrong, but Jake has got it right. That's um, Sparkle. That's an old one. My Life Story World Citizen is the album. Okay, we're off for two days. For two days. Because of Brexit. And um, we come back, and this, this it's turned into Tommy Robinson FM. We've got to clean the streets, Catherine. Okay, here's the deal. We're Just threatening violence Anyone tonight. who's new to us, yes. um, you can come on and talk about whatever you want, but... We don't do Brexit. Well... <laughs> we can. Come on for a conversation. What we don't do is open the floor to speak monologues. Um, and if you say something, we'll ask you about it. I think that's fair enough, isn't it? Be open to scrutiny. Be open to scrutiny. Um, and scrutiny means questions. <laughs> <laughs> Just checking. And I'd like to, um, for the rest of the show, thank you to Ollie for this. Who goes there? Friend or foe, Jake? Hello? Yes. Friend or foe? Um, neither, Ian. Just a, a, just, just, just a neutral. Okay, neutral, and, and neutral is, is in our uh, midst. Okay, all right, what you got for us, Jake? Yeah, um, I mean, I, I sort of agree with you. Is, is it, was it Mary or June, or the, the person you, the, the lady you spoke to initially that got everyone heads up? Jane. Um, Jane, that's it. Um, what, I, I agree with you saying, you know, if you're a, you're a pacifist or a conscientious objector of some sort, or whatever, you, you're left leaning. Fine, that's great. Hang on, hang on, hang on, no, 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 Jake, I, I have to stop you straight away. Go ahead. When when did I use the words pacifist, conscientious objector, or left leaning? When did I use those no, words? No, well, here, you, you 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 didn't. But here, just right. hear me well, out. Right. Well, no, no. In that case, I will, Jake. I will let you go on with your point. Yeah. But you've just yeah. you've just said no. that I said. I was a pacifist. No, I say, you I did. You, said. you I did actually. You, said it. you did. No, I didn't. You, mate, you you did. Right. Play it back. You actually said conscientious objector as well. Yeah. Yeah, but I no, but I said I didn't say he said he was. Okay. Well, well then why, why did you mention those words? Me. Why did you mention those words? Because 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 I wrongly assumed that you might be those things. Okay. What has that got to do with what we're talking about? Well, basically, if it if it wasn't for the likes of Jane, and most of the people that have rang up objecting to the way you spoke to Jane, i.e. the sort of, you know, the use, you know, I, I use this nicely, but the, the, the useful sort of idiots, uh, the cannon fodder, that are willing to die for something that doesn't objectively exist, i.e. a nation, would we, Ian, have, the, would we have our freedom of speech? J- Jake, freedom, first of all, freedom of speech doesn't exist. Secondly, what bollocks are you talking? I have no idea what you're talking about. Touche, Ian. Um, it's late. But it's, it's a pleasure listening to you. I have to admit, I've actually, I used to listen to another... Oh, do go away, you idiot. Let's go, to, I've got no idea what that was about. Flipping heck. James. Hello. Who goes there, friend or foe? Friend. Friend. Most definitely. Welcome, welcome. Quick, come in, we'll lock the doors. Um, um, I'm a little bit... Horny. Um, <laughs> I 
I've been single for the last four years, so uh, yeah, we we won't go into that, but um, yeah, quite possibly. Hi, Kath. Hello. Can I just say this is it? Chris, Chris has just Chris has just tweeted me. Don't be mean. I just wanted to talk to you about anything but Brexit. Cut off. Cut you off because there was about twenty seconds of dead air while you. Here's the thing. Everyone gets cut off. I had a lovely letter in a package from someone today who was upset that I cut them off because they got something wrong and they cried for days. Everyone gets cut off. Everyone gets cut off. Some people are on longer than others. I've got a full switchboard. So some people, mm. if, if you, if, if you don't, Chris, if you're going to take it personally, then, then don't call and, and, and to the, the other person. If you're going to take it personally, don't call. That's what the show is. That's what the show is. Sorry, James. It's Just to let you know, at some point, you are going to be cut off. I hope you're okay with that. Oh yeah, absolutely fine. <laughs> I spoke to you. Um, I spoke to you a couple of weeks ago. If you remember, it was after Kath did a show on her own. Yeah, yeah, she did and what? I, she did a show on her your show on her own. What? I didn't give permission for that. And if you remember, <laughs> I was about to say, oh, she did really good, and you you should take more time off, and you cut me off. Oh, I remember this and, guy, Bumlick, and, Kath Bumlick, yeah. and I. Um, <laughs> I was telling you about when I spoke to you on Absolute Radio. Okay. Back in sort of You're like an apprentice Rainbow George. What have you got for us tonight? Well, um, I think it's brilliant the way you're handling all these, um, I don't know what to, uh, Brexit Muppets is all I can describe them as. But there are but remaining Muppets. Every, there are Muppets in every walk of life and every political side. There are Muppets everywhere. I've not had anyone oh, who yeah. voted Remain threatened to beat me up yet. But that could that could still potentially happen. Well, um, I mean, I voted Remain, and the. Can I be honest? Can I be honest with you, James? Yeah, go for it. I don't really care. I don't really care. I don't really care about Brexit. I don't really care. We've been off for two days while people talked about politics, and we've come back, and someone's walked shit all through my house, and it's taken me absolutely ages to get it out of the carpets. That's what it feels. Do you know what I mean, Catherine? Get some more vanish. Yeah. So, I, 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 honestly, honestly, and with respect and love, I don't care. Yeah. I'll right. I'll I'll get to. um, I'll shut up about the boring. Yeah. And get get to the meat. I'll, I'll get to the uh, get to the meat and bones of the call. Um, I was going to recommend a film. Here we go. To you and Kath. Mm-hmm. Does it feature Jason Statham? Uh, no. I got a, I've got a box set of six Jason Statham films delivered to me today. It cost me five quid from Sex. Well, I'm, that, that's tomorrow. It's tomorrow and Sunday. Sorted. Uh, go on. What's this film then, James? Well, um, I'm. Can't you say there's an echo on the line? Yeah, I know, it's because our phone system is crap, $25 million studio, don't worry when we get sacked from this place, which is inevitable, we'll hopefully go to a station that's got a phone system that works. <laughs> nice, alright, um, yeah, so it's called Cashback. Cashback? Cashback. Go on, is it what, it's about, it's about um, switch cards um, in Tesco? Switch. <laughs> switch. So it, does, it does involve a supermarket, but um, bear with me if I'm not, um, if I'm not completely... Get to the point, man! Get to the point! I've got you waffling! I've got Chris going, oh man, you just dissed me on air! I didn't diss you on air! Please, get to the point! Yeah, it's called Cashback, and it's about this guy, um, who... He breaks up with his girlfriend and he has trouble sleeping. Yeah. And so he gives his spare eight hours of uh, every night um, yeah. to to work in, in a in a supermarket. And 
it's just a really weird film. I'm into these kind of indie art house movies. I like the sound of it. I'm into those kind of films. I like films that are a little bit... Um, is it slow? Because I like slow. Yeah. I'm going to go on to... Um, but uh, I'll tell you one of the people it's got in it who I um, am quite a big fan of. You know Amelia Fox? She plays uh, the pathologist in Silent Witness. And I'm out. Okay, okay, go on, go well, carry on. I'm still in. I don't know who this person is. Oh, okay. Have you ever seen Silent Witness? No, sir. Oh, right, okay. Um, well, it's, I mean, it's quite good. Um, I've seen the last two or three series. Um, so <laughs> Here's the problem a... I have with Silent Witness, right? And oh, I watch God. it all the time. <laughs> I'm, I'm off yeah. now. For I, a bit. I watch it all the time. And at the end of every single one, I go, oh, man, I, what? What? How much of my life have I lost? But I fall for it every time. She yeah. never ties her hair back. She <laughs> interferes with Casey. She's not a police officer. She has some of the witnesses sleeping on her sofa. Sometimes she has it off with them. That is inappropriate. I yeah. think that is not procedure. And as a result, <clears throat> I don't think it's a very good documentary. It's, um... Here's my I'm, problem I mean, with the actress in, in question, right? I used well, to know I, her. I used to know her. I used to be friends with her. Up. used to be friends with her. Oh, uh, right. Yeah. And, um, I, as you know, James, I like looking after wildlife, right? And yeah. I have a lot of wildlife that, that kind of comes around to my house and stuff. And I used to have a little, little kind of creature that would come up and I'd feed it cat food and stuff. A little fox. Called it, I called it, um, Basil. All right. Yeah. Not original. We call it Basil. And then one weekend, um, my good friend Amelia was coming to, she just came to stay at my house and I said, look, I'm going to be away, but there's a key under the doormat. You make yourself home. There's PlayStation. There's the Wi-Fi. All this stuff. She's into that, yeah. Since that. Then I came back. Um, she left on the Sunday. I came back on the Monday. And Basil didn't, Basil would normally turn up at dusk, mm -hmm. about 6.30. Didn't turn up on the Monday. Didn't turn up on the Tuesday. Didn't turn up on the Wednesday. And I was getting, and I, I thought, oh, whoa. So I phoned up a mutual friend of ours and I said, so, do you know what's happened to Basil? She, and he, he, she, he said, yes, when, uh, she, when the actress lady came round, she made Amelia Fox. She ate your fox. <laughs> she made Amelia Fox. Oh, he was an Italian. Said. Yes, sir, she made no, Amelia Fox. Do don't do the voice, that makes it worse. Amelia Foxy. That's, um, that's so bad, it's good. Thanks very oh, much well, for your call, James. You're half right. Let's go to Martin. Good evening, Martin. Hello, bye, Ellie. Hello? Hello, me, you're right. I'm very well. Yes. What, what can we do for you? Well, I'm just thinking of laughing. head office coming to see if I'm on the floor here in the house. Uh-huh. Yep. It's just, uh, oh, I don't know, I just know that a lot of people are so blamed at what's going on. I've just laughed me yep. off the wing. There's a lot of people that phone in and you just can't understand what they're saying. Oh, man, sorry, I'm, I'm putting it on as well. I've had a few drinks and all here, but honestly, I've been laughing my head off at you not being that old lady to shreds. It was funny as hell. Well, Martin, you're very kind. I don't think I, I ripped her to shreds. I just, you know. You asked her some questions. We asked her some questions. Go on. No. Don't then talk radio. Dead of Night Discourse for Disco Queens. I'm related to Jedward and Dolly Parton. Dairy Farmers aye, aye. and Distant Fathers. Yeah, whatever. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Doing lots of things that we don't know about, we can't control. On talk radio. Yes, great. Ay, 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 I like your coconuts. Ay, 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 not yours. Oh.
Okay. There's a um, debate over the front pages of The Sun and The Scottish Sun. Have you I seen know, this? Yeah, I've seen. The Scottish Sun, it's a great headline. The, the, the Sun is, is, is very anti-Corbyn, pro-Johnson. The Scottish Sun. Floppy Johnson can't get an election. <laughs> That's a great headline, isn't it? Is that it? real, though? Huh? Is that real? Yeah, that's real. Floppy Johnson can't get an election. Oh, dearie me. That's a great... <laughs> Pete asked a good question. I like Pete. I find Pete, Pete makes me laugh a lot and he gets me thinking sometimes. Here's the thing I'm wondering. Would the show be less impacted if you two were in doing a news show for two nights or would it be more impacted because you were the same people talking about the night before? Here's the thing. Uh, so we were, we should explain it. We were off for two nights because it was, it was big deals going on in, in, in Brexit land. I suspect we'll probably be off on Monday, although we've, we've heard nothing to say that. Um, but I suspect, cause there's, I think there's, I think they get prorogued on Tuesday. I think there's a big vote going on on Monday. I'm not totally sure. I think there might be a lot of filibustering as well. Um, so thanks to Pete actually, who said on Tuesday, Tuesday this week, are you on tonight? Are you taking games into the office? I, forgot that they were coming back to Parliament. So I texted the boss and said, what's the deal? And he said, we want to do a news show tonight. And we want to talk about Brexit. And I said, okay, well, then I won't do it. He said, you can do it if you want. Exactly, right. He so gave us the chance. And I said, do you know what? If it's a one-off, I'm going to pass. Because we will get all of our lovely, lovely callers. You get Alan Caddick phoning up. You'd get all of the, all of the wonderful people. Oh, yes, please. You get all of the wonderful people that we have phoning up. And it, I said, I, I said, uh, as a one-off, I couldn't give you the show you wanted. No, because they would be ringing up expecting yeah. to do their thing, right? I said, if it became a longer-term thing, then we could talk. But yeah. as a one-off, it just wouldn't work. Because the deal is, right, we've done straight shows before. We've always found a way to do it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, we in can do an, it. Un, in, a, in an unusual way, but yeah. also, you know. Yeah. But to do the show they want on paper. We can do it. Yeah. The question is, for one night... Didn't fancy it. Didn't fancy it. And, and, and I said it wouldn't be the show that you wanted because of the people calling, which is fine. Then, then Wednesday, I guess it was... A, Wednesday we weren't asked. We just told we, we're going to carry on doing another news show. And it, it, was, it was great because I had a night off. We went and saw Clinton Baptiste, which mm -hmm. was great. Mm -hmm. I had a cheeky Nando's. Ooh, living the dream. Um, and then... Today, I, I texted boss and said, what, what, are we in tonight? I said, yeah, you're in, you're in tonight. It looks like things are calming down a little bit. So it looks like we're in tonight. It looks like we're in tomorrow, which is great because we've got Dennis LaCorrier coming on tomorrow. Um, playing a new track off his, uh, oh, okay, off his uh, new album. World exclusive. Um, I don't know why I was saying any of this. Um, I don't quite know what we were talking about there. Uh, that's why we weren't in. That's why we weren't in. Uh, but it, 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 it's interesting. Just, just... Everyone just stay calm, because this next call could be a little bit feisty. Oh, let's just go to it. Jane's called back. Good evening, Jane. Good evening. What would you like to say? Well, I was just seeing if you were to apologise for calling me back and um, uneducated and everything else, really. It's a little bit muffled. I'm, I'm struggling to hear you, and I'd like, I'd like to... It's, I don't know if you're doing anything different with the phone. Well, no, I can hear you clearly. No, I know you can hear me. I, I'm just... But we, we're struggling to hear you slightly. Well, can you hear me now? That's better, yeah. Whatever you did, keep, keep doing that. Sorry, what did you say? We couldn't quite make out what you said. Oh, well, you'll hear it this time. I'd like an apology for calling me uh, stupid, ignorant, uneducated... 
and I'd like an apology, really. Um, the more I've sat and thought about what you said, mm. I think that you're very out of order, really, because I was defending Boris Johnson in mm -hmm. my right. Mm-hmm, it's your right to do, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you called me stupid. Yes, I did. Uneducated. That's correct. And unfit. And to be honest, I disagree with that, and I've taken it very personally, and I would like an apology, a personal apology from you. Okay, Jane. Because well, I'm highly educated. Okay. I'm not a stupid person. What, what university did you go to? I don't need to go to you. I went to the University of, university of Life, but okay. I was privately educated as a, as a youngster. Okay. Well, Jane, I am... I, um, I private education until I went to secondary school, okay. and it was my choice to come out of private okay. education. Jane, well, Jane, because I... Because they couldn't offer me what I wanted to do in my future. Okay, Jane, but I... I do have a degree, degree and I do have um, a city and girls in, in, okay. in, in community care well, and personal uh, okay. care about well, the people in the community. Jane, I am... Jane, I am very sorry... But I'm not going to give you an apology for those things. Well, I think you ought to. Because I'm not fit, I'm not stupid, and I, I'm I highly disagree. educated. I have an opinion. You have an opinion, but it's born, it's born out of ignorance. Your opinion is born out of ignorance. Well, I, 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 I'm sorry, I disagree I accept, with that. I accept your apology. I'm glad you've apologised. Thank you. you, I accept it. You need to apologise to me I for accept, the things that Jane, you said. Jane, I accept your apology. Thank you. Well, you need to apologise to me. Well, no, I'm and not I going to. I think you did at the beginning of the conversation, did you not? No, I didn't. Yes, I think you said you were sorry for something. <laughs> Jane, here's one thing that they didn't teach you at whatever, whatever school it was you, you, you went to. They didn't teach you listening. Well, you're not listening either, are you? Pardon? I said you're not listening either, are you? Pardon? That's why you've got a pardon. Pardon? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right, Jane. So, so what? So, so the thing is, at the end of the day, you must not be abusive to people when they call you. Yes, I can you be. Can, I, I, you must... You must have a right oh, to abuse people like that. Here's that. that. Here's, the, here's the thing. I, I, I'm not going to be um, abusive to black people by calling them pickaninnies. I'm not going to be abusive to people of colour by defending people who call them pickaninnies. Yeah, you can phone up. You, you, you've got your free speech. It doesn't really exist. It's a myth. I got, I got mine. Bully. She's still going, not listening to a word we're saying. You're a total bully. And you know something, you're not even listening now, even after I've rang you to try and talk this Jane, out. Jane, it's nice to talk to you. Thanks for your second call. I suggest go to bed, okay? Well, I suggest that you give your job up. Well, I'm not going to do that. She's put the phone down. There we go. Let's go to Paul. Good evening, Paul. Good evening. <laughs> 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 Oh, that's what we need. The, we need the, we need a voice. We need a nice, relaxing voice of reason, and that's ah, why we come. Ah, yes, to... the agreements. <sighs> Let's think about those, shall we? Well, I'm, I'm still coming down from from all of these um, derogative phone conversations. <laughs> my God, my God. The point I wanted to make earlier was that there is a great clip of the um, MP for Slough, who is a Sikh gentleman, really, really holding Boris Johnson 
to account. Now, whatever you may think of Boris Johnson, it is a beautiful, uh, Tamanjit Singh Desi is his name. It's a beautiful bit of, um, of, I want to say oratory skill. Is that the right word? Yeah. Is that phrase it probably? It's, it's beautiful. And there's a little bit where he wobbles in the middle. You can tell he's nervous. Cause it's yeah. a big, it's a big old moment to stand up there. And, you know, th- quite often the question, I just want to say, I think the Prime Minister's doing a great job. Or, so to stand up there and say, what he said, and it's on Twitter and it's on YouTube, go and watch it, it's, it really is, even if you disagree with what he's saying, it's a really powerful moment of someone addressing someone in authority, whether you agree or not, it's done beautifully, it's done respectfully, it's done yeah. politely, um, and it's it's a really powerful two and a half minute thing, I think it's, I think it's, I think it's great. Anyway, sorry Paul, go on. No, 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 well, I mean, this, this kind of ties into what I, what I, was provoked into calling to to discuss the whole issue of racism. Um, uh, well, uh, some weeks ago, I started listening to an audio book by uh, Akala called Natives, and as I read, as I listened to it, um, I thought. I thought the first thing I thought to myself um, from various triggers, uh, I thought I must ring and recommend this book to Ian and Kath. Right, go on, because your 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 book's recommendations are excellent. I'm going to go straight on to a very well-known um, book supplier that is destroying the high street. Give me this book again. Uh, it's called Natives, and it's by Akala. There we go. I got it. Is that how you? Pr- I would pronounce that Akala. Um, well. Uh, I don't listen. I don't want to. Hey, listen, man. I don't want to fall out with you over it. I don't. I don't. <laughs> this is the thing. <laughs> You're an idiot. You said a color, and I think. Okay, very good. Very, 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 I would say a color. I would say Arkela. Arkela. That's that's how you spell Arkela in the Cubs, right? Oh, or is it? Uh, I never spelt it. Okay, right. Well, it's ordered now. Wow. Well, now okay. we can argue. Go. Well, no. I mean, it, it's just. I mean, uh, he addresses racism head on. Yeah. No holds barred. It's um, you will have you will you will take stock. You will. There are moments in the course of that book where you will think, "Oh my god." Um, the probably the most poignant moment for me was <laughs> when he mentioned um, this kind of understanding that as a black man walking into a shop, mm. and you know, I have done this for years kind of not consciously consciously nobody's told me to do this but i i do it um um when i walk into a shop i i stand as far away from the produce as possible um and if i have to linger for any reason you know if my wife's doing some shopping i will do so as far away from anything um that could be potentially stolen as i possibly can with my hands always in view Wow, really? For those who don't know, yeah. Paul is Paul is a person of colour. You, what you're you're saying? Um, I'm, you're saying because people might think you're stealing stuff. Yeah, um, and you know, gosh, I've I've been I've been again waiting for my wife in a, a very well known high street store, which I won't mention, and been approached by. I was standing against a pillar. And I was approached by a female security guard who asked me to move because I was, and I quote. A fire hazard. What a peculiar thing to were say to a black a, to say to a black man. Were you wearing a lot of polyester? Uh, 
Because otherwise... You know, I, I, I doused myself in petrol <laughs> and I was holding a naked flame. <laughs> That'll do it. All right, let me... Well, how bizarre. Let me, let me ask. So yeah. this, this thing of... I, I, have, I, I, I have not seen this of people of colour. I'm not aware of this. I'm certainly going to keep my eye open. Has anyone... Now, this is going to sound really dumb, but I, I like to ask dumb questions. This is purely instinctive that you've been doing this. No one has said to you, listen, son, you just people, you, no one's had that conversation suggesting you stand away from things that could be shoplifted. This is purely instinctive. Purely instinctive. Okay. You will understand much more about how I have come to this place when you read the book. The thing is, you know, he, he is the voice in my head that I have lived with my whole life and, and not realized. Mm. Gosh. He is, and I, in, in quotes, the system and the way it is engineered to uh, suppress the freedom, albeit in an unconscious uh, but pernicious way, the, the, the kind of, well, independence and freedom of, of people of color. It's unconscious for many of us most of us but it, it it's rampant in society even today in the 21st century oh you say even today i mean especially today you know it's it's, it's coming back man <laughs> i'm laughing out of fear the wheel is turning yeah. and it's it's coming back racism is coming back in vogue this this phrase you can't say anything these days well, i wish someone would tell the people that are saying everything because there's no holding back in a lot of quarters well there used to yeah. be i remember six seven eight years ago people would say you can't we can't say anything these days and what they meant was generally in terms of a phone-in show they wanted to slag off Muslims. That's what it generally yeah. meant, because you they, push... And they didn't want to get yeah. pulled up Yeah, they it. didn't want to get pulled up in it. But, 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 but that barrier went, I would say, four, four years ago, maybe three with Brexit, four years ago, that barrier went, and, 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 and the, the people started saying anything they wanted to say to phone-in shows. There was no hesitancy where there had been before. And, and, and people say whatever they want about black, Asians, Muslims. Say whatever they want to say about them now. There's no, there's no, you know, Albanians. There's no, there's none of, I preferred it when people would say, well, you can't, I can't really say what I want to say because you'll pull me up. Because then you at least go, all right, you're a racist dick. But they wouldn't. But also there was a thought in their head somewhere that what they're saying yeah. wasn't approved yeah. of. Yeah, but now it's yeah. like anything goes, man. Just saying what yeah. everyone's thinking. Anything goes. And here's the other thing. White people don't get to decide what's racist and what isn't. Just because it doesn't offend you, of course it doesn't offend you. It's that. You're um, a white person. You, you're, you know, Paul, what you're saying to me is there are things that are ingrained in your behavior that you didn't even realize were there. Yeah, so how on absolutely. earth is, you know, for example, me, a, a middle class 41 year old white woman going to be able to see things that you're only just discovering yourself? Here's the great argument. White people always say, why do black people go upset with the N-word, get upset with the N-word? I don't mind if they call me a honky. Well, honky is, is not, you know, honky is like a joke word. It's not had the centuries of, of, of coming from people in a position of power over people who are, have no power. Yeah. You know, it's not, it has, doesn't, doesn't have the same connotation at all. It's, it's like saying, why do people, black people get so upset at the N word? I don't, I don't mind if I, if I get called a, a, an apple. It's just like, it's got, there's no connection. Because you haven't been belittled with words the same. That's no. why. No. <laughs>
Paul, the book is ordered. I'm afraid I've got a long old list of books. Two books are ordered. I've got one too. I've got a, oh, okay. All right, there we go. This is what we do. We'll read it at the same time. I've got a long old list of books I've got to, I've got to read and stuff, but, um... Well, I, I'd invite everybody to read this book. Educate yeah. yourself. I mean, it, it's an opinion, uh, but, you know, very much of what he talks about is his own personal experience or historically, you know, a matter of records. But again, here's the, th here's the problem. The only white people that are going to read that are the white people that are not, or, 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 who, who are doing their best not to behave in, ra mm -hmm. certainly not ra behaving in overtly racist ways, and want yeah. to better themselves yeah. with, with the kind of the, the, the stuff that they might be doing subconsciously. They're the only people that's going to read that you're, book. You're right. The ones that don't listen and just hear people talking about race and go, ah, race car. I mean, someone says, as soon as someone says to me, oh, it's the race car, I go, okay, thanks very much. That's a little red flag for me. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But useful, I, I'm, useful. I'm gonna, I'm gonna read it, Paul. I'm gonna, I'm gonna read it to my kids as a bedtime story. <laughs> Wonderful. That, that will end it. Paul, always nice to talk to you, mate. Thank you very much indeed. 0344 499 1000. Got so many people who've been waiting for so long. I can only apologise. It's been one of them, one of those nights, one of those lonely nights. It's the Eagles, isn't it? Crazy nights. Not lonely Maybe, nights. No, your crazy nights is kiss. Lonely nights. We didn't do bands that we're gonna do, we'll do it tomorrow. Bands that changed their names whilst they were famous. Oh it's my a, it's god, a great that's gonna be so divisive. <laughs> the, the, Angry phone in. I tell you why I've got, we'll do this tomorrow, <gasps> so don't phone in today, but the, 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 the why, I tell you why, cause I sat, um, thinking about when Curiosity Killed the Cat became Curiosity. Mm -hmm. And I remember seeing them on like Pebble Mill at One as Curiosity and thinking, well that's weird. Why have they done that? Uh, uh, and then, anyway, so we'll do that, that's tomorrow's show. Let's go to Dean, good evening, Dean. Hi, Ian. Hello, Dean, what you got for us, mate? Do, do you know Westlife, or you heard Street Live years ago? They were, but I don't know if I can include that, because they were Street Live, um, before they were famous. It was just as they got famous that they changed it to Westlife, so I, I'm not sure, uh, I can, I can accept that. Right, you, right, right, I rung you up a few weeks ago before you, uh, you went off and, uh, and you took a, uh, I was on, on, uh, on Twitter and Facebook that we're having a go sometimes and I really regret it now. Yeah. Because you and Kath, I've, I've kind of listened to you and, uh, I've just broke up from a 12 year relationship mm -hmm. and the advice you'll give me that night really rang through well, from what I'm going through now because I've split up with my partner. Yeah. 12 years. And I've finally found a new family respect for you and Kath and, and for what you've gone through yourself. The relationship, it, it, it really, it really went through from what I'm going through now. So, I, well, I'm sorry, so hang on, I've got, I missed the beginning. So, but do you used to be rude about me and Kath online? Online, yeah. You're not the guy that said we played too much music, are you? Yeah. Yeah. I am, yeah. Dean. Wow, you have, I, I, I am so I'm touched. I'm so sorry for that. I, apology accepted, brother. Apology I, accepted. I, I'm so touched that you have phoned up. I remember you really, really well. You used to be furious that we yeah, played well, music. Yeah, I, I, I was, yeah. And I, I'm yeah. so humbled and touched that you have phoned up to say sorry. I've got tears forming in my eyes because I know how angry you were with this show. Yeah, I was. And I that is a, that takes a, that takes a really big, Human being, I'm welling up. It I'll, takes a. I will. I will. I will, I will, I will, I will yep. 
Um, apology is accepted, brother. Apology is accepted and welcomed and embraced. How, and, and that is behind us now, so don't, you don't ever need to apologise for that ever again, alright? That is behind us. Yeah. How are you, how are you doing now? Not very well. I'm living in a two-bedroom house. My partner's left me, and I feel like, I feel like I'm going to be made homeless in this time soon. Are you struggling with the payments? Yeah. Oh, man, I'm sorry. And, and the, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm asking, I've got a full deal set and the shouting and the bawling and everything else and, and I've said stuff on social media that Don't worry about whatever you've said to us, it's gone, it's history, it's gone, don't worry about that. I want you to, um, I want you to sort out whatever you need to sort out. Have you got anything positive in your life at the moment? Uh, apart from the local doctors, no. No, not really. Ah, oh, mate. Um, oh, in terms of a relationship breakup, you know I got divorced and stuff. Yeah, it, yeah. It gets, be it gets better. It gets better. It's lousy for a long old time, but it gets better. That I can promise you. I don't know how yeah. long it will take. But I promise yeah, well, you. Tell him about the swimming pool. All right. So my mate Andy Partridge told me a great thing when I was getting divorced. He said, Ian, when you get divorced, he said, it's like you're stood in the deep end of a swimming pool that is yeah. full of shit, right? And you can't see and it's, it's five foot above your head and you're covered in it and you're walking forward and you're walking forward really, really slowly and you're trudging forward. And at some point you eventually realize, oh, my head's popped out and I can see and I can breathe and you keep walking forwards and finally you're able to get to the end of the shallow end you can climb out of the swimming pool you go and have a shower and that's it it's a memory yeah and it it, it, it I, I don't know how long it's going to take you brother but it's you will get there because it's taken a while because maybe i haven't been to doctors and people like that and they said it's after a long-term relationship it can be like a bereavement of course it is yeah of course it is uh, I just had a lot of argue, I just had a lot of tons of aggression, and I let it out on the wrong people like you, other people, and other, uh, other things, and, and I didn't mean to do that, and I really didn't. I just wanted to apologise tonight, and that you and Kath didn't deserve it. I did it on Twitter, I did it on Facebook, and I'm bringing up. I'm not going to be the biggest guy. I'm, I apologise because I was so I didn't mean it. That's all on tonight. Okay, I might have had a couple of drinks, but I mean it. Um, I'm so moved by this call, Dean, and what you have shown, remember you so well, what you've shown is that you're a good man, and you've got yeah. a good heart. I've done a lot of bad stuff and all Yeah, I've done a lot of bad stuff. I try not to do it anymore, and I, and I, I try and make amends like you've just done. You're gonna yeah. be alright, Dean, you're a good man. Yeah. I wish you the very best of luck, and I cannot tell you in words, how much this phone call means to me. Honestly, it means so much. I'm going to be thinking uh, about this for a long time afterwards. All right, Ian, I'm sorry anyway. Thank you, Dean. I look forward oh, to speaking. We'll, we'll not carry on. I'll never do it again. D Dean, no, no, don't you do any... You won't have to a brilliant job on that, baby. You don't have to mention it again. It's done. It's over. It's forgotten. I look forward to our next call, Dean. Yeah, okay, Ian. Thanks a lot. Thank you, mate. Thanks, Take Dean. care.
Set free your mind. Let your fancy take flight. Conversation gets curiouser by the glow of moonlight. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. I'm going to be thinking about that call for a long, long time. Thank you, Dean. Look forward to your next call about life or whatever. Um, and we are so cool. That is the most gracious apology I've ever had. And the most surprising. The most surprising. Why can we smell weed? It's coming Can you me. smell it as well, James? Through there? Okay, good. Right. Because I could smell it and I, sometimes I imagine it. Down. <laughs> sometimes I, I, I imagine it. And then Kath went, I can smell, I can smell weed. And now James is, it's got to be coming through the aircon. It's not Rupert, is it? <laughs> <laughs> is it? I can say these kind of things. I don't think we're going to be here in the new year. <laughs> I just uh, someone somewhere is holding in this building, and they're holding near the aircon. Uh, move away from the aircon, guys, please. Um, what a show! What a show tonight. I'm not saying that from a place of arrogance. It's, n- it's not really been dictated by us. It's been dictated by a great guest and some amazing calls. And um, and the way it's gone, full circle from. Uh, a jolly first hour, <laughs> a rather aggressive second hour, and then beautiful third. That third bit, and then you know, Dean, really appreciate that the, the fact that you um, that you had the balls to do that. What a, what a brilliant thing! Thank you. Mm. It does mean something, you know. As much as we pretend that people being shitty online is washed yeah. off a duck's back. Yeah. It, it isn't really. Chris, I'm going to ask you to just stop tweeting the same stuff again and again because that's what gets you muted. <laughs> so I'm not having a go. I'm just, just saying, man, just saying. Let's go to Steve. Good evening. So everyone's been waiting for so long. Some of you have been waiting for over an hour. I can, I really apologise. I'm going to try, I'm going to get through. If you're on the phones, I'm going to speak to you before Paul Ross at one o'clock. Steve. Hi, Ian. How are you doing? I'm very well, Steve. What you got for us? Um, I was just musing over the uh, Beatles, which one I would take on in a fight if, if I really had to. If all four Beatles were here, I should have asked the military man, which the military man, the former soldier, which one he he would he would struggle with, which one he would he would go for last. Go on then, um, Steve. All four Beatles are alive. You've got yeah. to take one out using just you, no weapons, no yeah, weapons. Of yeah. Um, uh, what? Who's it going to be? Well, I was thinking, you know, I'm not a violent man, never really had a fight before, but um, say I scratched a yellow submarine or something and they got a bit upset <laughs> and they said, you know, you've got to take one of us on, you know, we're pretty cheesed off. I think I'd choose George Harrison. Now, and, why uh, do you say that? Because I'm, okay, tell, why, tell me first of all why you think that. Well, I think he's maybe my favourite beat in many ways. I love, um, you know, my guitar doing the week. Yeah. And, uh, here comes the sun and everything. Yeah. But um, I think he's such a peace lover. I think he would sort of not fight back. Catherine, correct, correct. Now Steve is locked into this battle. Now there's no escaping it. Catherine, tell him while he while he while he's back the wrong beetle. He'd have got stuck in. He would have got stuck in. Really? You know, you know what happened to him in his house. No. He got. Uh, he would have got stuck in, and then his wife would have waded in. He's at Barbara. Olivia. Olivia. He Olivia. got he got an intruder stormed into his house about 1999, I want to say, and sh- in the middle of the night and shouted from the bottom of the stairs, "I've come to kill you!" 
raced yeah. up the stairs with a knife. George ran out, told his wife to stay in the bedroom. His mother-in-law was upstairs, and George fought him for about thirty minutes. And the the guy only got the better of him when he stabbed him in the chest four times, oh. and his George Harrison's lungs filled up with blood. And oh. Olivia stood behind him, picked up the heaviest little um, candlestick, uh, candlestick she could find, and <laughs> smacked this guy over the head several times until he was knocked she unconscious. She said she remembered her dad's baseball training. Yeah. If you're yeah. going to hit it, hit it hard. George Harrison was involved in a 30-minute battle. Oh also, he had nothing to lose. George Harrison, at that time in his life, yeah. was ready to die yeah. because he was so zen. So, I'm, I'm sorry, right. Steve. You've just been killed by a hippie. <laughs> <laughs> you've lost, Steve, you've lost out, man, and we cannot speak to dead men on this show. You know the rules. Um, right, we're going to go through these. We've got four more calls. Let's not take any more calls, because I think we've got plenty to get us to pull Ross at one. Yes, uh, Martin, you've been on. Hello, mate. I dropped you earlier. Are you on speakerphone? I'll take you off two seconds. I'll take you off in a minute. <laughs> <sighs> How's it going, Yari? I'm having a time of my life. I'm I'm getting high on the AC here, man. Aye. Uh, no, big shout out to that Dean kid earlier. Like, I feel a bit sorry for him. I know how he feels. I'm in that sort of predicament myself. It's, it's tough, but you just got to see it for a bit. It's tough, isn't it? But, uh, it's tough. Right. It gets better. Everyone who's breaking up, everyone who's about to break up, everyone who's just broken up, everyone who's a year into the whatever. I promise you, no, man, it no, gets Even if you've got to speak to anyone, even if you've got to ring up a talk show and speak to people, do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, speak oh, to yeah. Someone. yeah, yeah, definitely. But anyway, Ringo star. Why? Because he's already sitting down. <laughs> <laughs> yes, mate! Do you know, <coughs> Martin, I think you've I think you've made the right choice because he's sitting right. down. What's he, he going to do? Well, he's got powerful arms and a lot of um, knuckle dusters, but you're right, he is at a disadvantage. He has got a, he has got a lot of rings on. Hence the name Ringo. And if he sat down, he can punch you right in the in the stomach or the ghoulies. Why not? But anyway, they've got. Uh, I picked up a few things for this talk show tonight, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to mention three little things. Well, the, there's one big word that's massive, massively, massively stood out, yeah. and it's ignorance. From Catherine. Ign that's a little bit rude, mate. But actually, I would agree with you in this no, case. No, 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 not from yourself. Oh, but apologies. From, from some of your callers oh. and just. So, so, I, I think it's just. There's not enough love, man. There's not um, enough love. That's, that, that I'm going to go with. There's in, not enough love. In, in, term, in terms of, like, say, even when you're talking about racism, everything like that, like, say, Brexit and everything, like, you see, it was only won by a very, very small percentage, and I think half, half, half of that was advertised as racism anyway. A lot of, a lot of things blamed at immigrants and, and the papers and in the media and everything like that, bits you know what I mean? Bits of it definitely were, yeah. Bits of it definitely were. They, you, that can't be denied, although sure, I would sure. never say that all, all Brexiteers sure, are racist. Sure, it, it, so, so if it, if the papers were twisted a different way, even in any sense, even if that went, that may make that little three percent. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. So everything could be a little bit different. Go on, Kath. I think you have to be ready to be twisted, though. You know, something that Dean said about you know how he was in a bad place and he was kicking out of the wrong people. I think sometimes people feel powerless in where they are in their lives, and it's easier to look outward and think someone else is doing it to you than actually think, ah, how am I making life more difficult for myself? Is there anything I could do to sort it out from within? You're speaking to me really, really personally there, aren't you? No, I don't know. But if it connects, <laughs> if it connects with you really, really personally, I, then... I bet I was weird, that. 
There you go. Anyway. is a, no, no, a very wise, intuitive woman, and sometimes just gets the right... I want to hit on. I want to hit on a few other things. Go on, one, one, one more because I've got I've got four, three more calls and we and Paul Ross is coming in soon. It's a big night right, for I'm Paul just, Ross. I'm just going to mention two things. Go. Telling telling G Deshi what a speech, very very powerful. Yep. A recent caller mentioned it before. Brilliant call. You meant you should play it. Yep. A caller. It's how you pronounce it. He's a rapper. He's absolutely excellent. He takes on Tommy I, Robinson. Watch it. I think, I think he's pronounced. I just I, well, if that's how he pronounced it, I think he's pronouncing his own name wrong. Oh God, right. Okay. Martin, I've got to go because I want to get these other calls in. I really appreciate your call, mate. Thank you very much. Let's go to Chris. Good evening, Chris. Oh, no. Good evening, Chris. Good evening, how are you? We haven't got much time. We've got like a minute, Chris. Okay. I, 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 I'll speak quickly then. Um, Bet you don't. I, I thought I was listening to LBC for the last two nights. What's happened? Yeah, uh, <laughs> I tuned into the wrong radio station. Yeah, that's that's you know. That's, so that's I'm glad you're back. back we're, on we're, here. we're glad to be back. Fingers crossed, we're back tonight as well at ten. Um, and I, I enjoyed the, the first hour of the show earlier, listening to that guy you were speaking to. Yep. I thought I knew eighties music, and I haven't got a bleeding clue who he, who he was. Well, he was from the 90s, so... That's why. That's why. Uh, Chris, thank you very much indeed. Let's go to Alistair. Good evening, Alistair! Hey, kids. What a Bobby Dazzler tonight. Thank you, mate. Sorry, you've been on the phone so long, I apologise. It's been a little no bit worries. frantic, so thank you for your patience. I understand. And I just want to say, I just got back from Turkey in the early hours of this morning. Mm. And uh, my carry-on luggage was only 2.3 kilograms. But... Huh? I like his style. Well, I like this guy's style. Was, I was thinking I should apply for asylum in Turkey. An because we'd be an asylum. 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 I think he said an assignment. Wow, he's going to be a spy. No, asylum seekers. I thought Boris Johnson is a totalitarian man. Yeah, okay. But, uh, anyway, I'll leave it. that. Let's do it. Let's all go to Turkey. Oh, hang on. T- Turkey's. <laughs> Turkey's. A bit of a fascist dictatorship. Even worse. Yeah. 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 So I've come back anyway. But it's nice to um, talk to you, as always. I know you've got little time. I've got little time, Alistair. I'm going to move on because I want to squeeze in Diana. I'm sorry to keep you waiting so long. Next time I see your name up, you're going to be the first call I go to. I promise. I promise. I promise. Good evening, Diana. Good evening from Laidback Cheltenham. Hello, Captain. Laidback Cheltenham. It's laid back in here, man. Honestly, this smell of weed is getting stronger, baby. Like... I really enjoyed that interview with Jake. Wasn't he great? What a night. We're getting him back in because I yeah. was treading very carefully around the mental health thing. Because you never know. You never know. And when he started opening up about it with four minutes to go, I thought, man, I want to spend more time with this guy. He was I lovely. I thought that the orchestration on those songs was Bond-like. Man, it's great. The new album. Get the new album. There's a I song on there, Overwinter. It's just stars, awesome. The Stars. That's a great song. Yeah. Anyway, I'll speak to you again. Diana, thank you very much indeed. Oh, now I've been so brisk with the calls. We haven't got any calls. And here's Paul Ross. <laughs> can I have an out time, please? And can I have a Paul Ross in my studios? That was good. It's weird. To, uh, it's, it's funny, isn't it, how two days off changes. This, I mean, this is the, the thing of this business. You always think, oh, if, if we ever got the sack, they'd regret that. They wouldn't. No. No, they wouldn't. That's the nature of the business. You always, the, 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 the ego of the presenter. 
oh god if they got rid of us they'd be making such a big mistake ah, no, people people forget so quickly so quickly you are you know hello paul come in mate um you you know so that's the nature of the business so it's interesting coming back after two days away two days of a newsy show replacing us to um to to feel the anger that is that is there Hello, Paul. Good morning. Hey, I'm sorry, I've got all droopy. Not oh. for the first time. Good morning, Jim. <laughs> Good to see you back. We missed you. Man, what a world we're living in at the moment. How are you doing? I'm not too bad. Kind of topsy-turvy life. The merry-go-round is spinning, so I'll be... My last show tonight on Talk Radio. Right. What I'm, is happening? Uh, I'm doing... Effectively, this show only much better. Yeah. My show on talk sport. Okay. Playing to my many strengths because I am to sport what Woodrow is to Pinocchio. Well, the Ivory Trades have done, but I know virtually nothing about anything apart from a bit of football to the mid 80s and a tiny bit about boxing. And I'm quite big on lacrosse. Oh, there you go. Well, the, the talk sport <laughs> listeners love lacrosse. <laughs> if you can get, in, if you can work croquet in there somehow, though, you know what those guys are. Oh, into. now you're my PG Woodhouse well, kind of language. <laughs> it's the nature of the business. Everyone yep. gets shifted from slot to slot to sister stations to all of that. Blah, blah. Bias. We know that's how it works, and we've had it happen to us so many times. I will miss you, brother. I yeah. think you'll. Well, I'll be around like a bad smell. I'll be lurking down, oh. and waving through the window. No, don't, don't, don't come back down here. <laughs> don't meet down here. I miss you, man. I've enjoyed these handovers well. a lot. It's been a pleasure working with you. I think you're one of the best, and um, you know, best of luck. Best of luck. What does Kath think, though? She's pulling. Oh, the she can't stand you. <laughs> no. She's the one who got you. No, yeah. we both we both miss you, man. Well, yeah, you know, it's really like will. as you say, the you know the, the merry-go-round spins. Hey, so. lucky that we we can pay the mortgage. But many years ago, of course, I was working. I kind of did the. I was a warm-up to your show at the place at the horrible um, LBC. Yeah, yeah. But we never actually met because there was between you and my show. There was like a half an hour weird news buffer. There was. Yeah. They used to do that, didn't they? They must you? not cross the streams. That's what they were thinking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a strange old world that you know. And who knows? how long we're going to be here. It's just the way it goes. It's the way you got to shake your hands and go, thanks very much. Yeah. We're at Walmart next. And on to the next. Yeah. We've got 15 minutes. 15 seconds. 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Listeners, it will feel like 15 minutes when I'm speaking. Well, what's on your show tonight? Uh, on the show tonight, the usual old tosh, of course, some TV film recommendations for the weekend and stick around and find out. And we'll be talking also, um, I'm hoping, a little bit about the monkeys. Oh, oh you tease! <laughs> On DAB, digital radio, online and on mobile. This is Talk Radio.